All right, here we go. Welcome to the Woodward's Filmcast with Mitch Haba and Colin Ward. Let's go and make the greatest movie ever. Yeah. All right. Camera. What the hell is going on? What a piece of junk. That's really not the case here. This is a great script. Look, here's the mic. Now you talk, toys. Here's your host, Kale Davidoff. I just, I feel like this is going to be a very overwhelming podcast for, for all of us. There's, yeah. I feel like there's so much to talk about, which is good. It's also bad, because I, I feel like we've all have so much to say about this movie this week. Uh, guys, we're, we're talking about Batman versus Superman. You know, this is a Detroit podcast. It's been so long since we got to talk about a film that was shot in Detroit. I think it's, it follows. This is the only one we talked about, right? Yeah, Lost River. Oh, we did Lost River as well. So that, but that was that was a year ago. That was yeah, literally like well, a year ago almost. Back to back, I thought. Yeah, they were. They were. So so we're, we're, we're digging back into a Detroit-made film, and it just happens to be one of the biggest films in the world uh, ever. And right now, it's the biggest film out there, except Deadpool keeps... And maybe the Deadpool biggest disappointment me. of the year. We'll talk about it. Um... <laughs> Uh, guys, the, movie, the film of the week is Batman vs. Superman. Welcome to the Woodward's Filmcast, your Detroit podcast for film, TV news, and discussion. My name is Kale Davidoff. Uh, I'm here as I am every week with my friends. Mitch Haba. And... Alan Ward. Alan Ward. Alan Ward, everyone. The suspense of who you're going to point to yeah, first. Every man. week, it's a change <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's Who's going to talk to <laughs> Just pay attention. Um... And we, as I said, uh, we get together. Every, I didn't say this, but we get together. If you're new to the show, uh, every week we watch a movie and we talk about it uh, in a large, intense roundtable discussion. Well, um, try to every week. We try to every week. We didn't last week because I went. I flew out to to uh, L. A. for the Batman vs Superman crew screening. I I did work on the movie. I was an office production assistant. Um, that was the longest thing I've ever done. You know, most people work. They get a job and they work for like five years. And like they get, they get another job. Yeah. Film people like you work like four months and then you're unemployed for two months. Mm-hmm. And then you work four months. This movie was I worked on this for 15 months, which was like whew, it was a long time. But it was one of the best experiences I ever had. And it was like I made some of my best friends and had some of my best experiences on this film. Um, and so I flew out last week for the L.A. screening, which is sweet. It was fucking cool. They like rebuilt some of the sets and shit and like all the crew oh. was there it was awesome where was the uh premiere it was at warner brothers yeah ah. yeah yeah cool it was on the lot it was sweet we cool. have to get some um insider information from you yeah i might be able to shed some we'll talk when oh. we get to the movie part of oh this we'll, we'll talk about it I'll see what i can say and what i can't say i oh. guess i still feel like i'm bound by the not the confidentiality agreement that I signed, but um, you just can't say any names, and then you'll be good. <laughs> right, that's how exactly. it works. Well, the movie, everyone's seen the movie, so there's no spoilers I can see. <laughs> yeah, but um, uh, but we'll get to the movie in a second. We 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 every week we do talk about some headlines before we go into the film uh, of the week. But we're starting a new thing. Uh, we're gonna do a little like uh, battle here, a little debate to get us going every week. We're gonna try to do this uh, where I give Colin and Mitch a film. Um, you have to decide between the two of you. One of you picks if the film is a good film or a shit flick. And whatever that person picks, the other person has to debate the opposite opinion regardless of what they think. Mm-hmm. So this is like high school debate team. This is like debate rules. Mitch V. Colin. Mitch Dawn v. Colin. of... Just ass. And, <laughs> and I am I am fucking Lex Luthor here. I am, I am going to like 
throw you guys a, 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 a spoiler, Martha Kent, and you guys are going to have to battle for her. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Is it too early? In this? If, if, I'm sorry. If you're listening, I'm going to say, if you're listening to this, if you saw Batman vs Superman podcast and you clicked it and you didn't think you're going to get spoilers, I, I don't feel bad for you, right? <laughs> Go see the movie if you're going to listen to this. Um, so, movie of the week. And we're going to go with Colin. You get to choose. Um, you got to choose last time. Okay. Yeah, you got to choose last time. So you get to choose if you want to go first. Meaning, you can defer and Mitch has to choose whether or not he thinks it's a good film or a shit flick. So, I want to go. Well, well, hold on. You want to, oh. Do you want to hear the movie first? No. Do we? Oh. No. That because you yeah. Picked, yeah. Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah, so you want to go second? Yeah, I want to go second. Okay, Mitch, you're gonna go first. So you have to pick good film or shit flick. Yes. Colin, you have to argue the opposite response. You also get you get a minute here and you get a thirty second rebuttal. Um, since uh, we'll talk about this in the in the news here in a second. But uh, it, it seems as if Hans Zimmer is retiring from superhero movies. So in the, the tribute to Hans Zimmer, we're going to go with the, uh, the film Inception. So, Mitch, you're going to have a minute to argue whether or not this is a good film, Inception, or a shit flick. Ready? Wait. <gasps> Let me think for just a moment. I have not decided. <laughs> I also want to, st- before you start here, we're going to continue to do this, and I think we're going to get to the point, too. If you haven't seen the movie, I know, that's you, what I was worried about you still have yeah. to argue it. <laughs> this is where it gets fun. Oh. <laughs> I'm never going to reveal if I've seen the movie. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Okay. Ready, uh, Mitch? Okay. All right, Inception. Shit flick. All right, go. Inception is a shit flick, um, despite the fact that I own it, and I really liked it when I first watched it. Upon second viewing and third and fourth viewings, um, the deepness, I put that in quotations, or the philosophy of this movie is super shallow and very Christopher Nolan-esque in that it's really not as smart as you think it, it is. Um, but And let's go straight to the third act. By the third act of this movie... Spoilers. <laughs> by the third act of this movie, we are within a dream, within a dream, within a dream, within a dream, where it gets too conf- it gets so confusing that you aren't even sure by the end of it, which, spoilers, if you are in a dream still. Um, is that deep? Is that a twist? I don't know. I, I find I find it uh, pretty shallow and not pedantic. <laughs> not pedantic. Because yes, those are yes, opposites. those are opposites. <laughs> um, all right, uh, Colin, you have a minute to argue that, that Inception is a good film. Ready? Ready? Go. All right, Inception is a good film. Um, in the, I'm I'm not even gonna get into like the how everything works in it because that to me that's not really important. What important is about about Inception is how fun of a ride it is, how much I enjoyed seeing how they're gonna do this. Do I care about the logic of dream sequences? No, not fucking really. I care about these characters and what they're doing and what fun stuff the camera can do with dreams and what cool stuff cinematography and special frets bring to this movie. All the performances are really great, especially Marianne Cotillard. I love in that movie. I love her in general. But it's just a it's a fun ride that gets people talking, and I, the whole meta ness of it, I don't really care about. It's just a fun movie that is creative and is just an enjoyable time, and it is a movie that sparked debate um, about what thoughts. And I think any movie that can do that and have either opinions is great. Great. We love opinions. Speaking of which, 30 seconds to respond and defend okay. that this is, in fact, a shit well, fil- re- flick. You say, I will agree that the special effects and the way they do it is awesome. It's very well done. Um, 
that Christopher Nolan is very good at that stuff. Uh, but you say it's super enter- it's a super fun ride, and I would say it's a super fun ride because the whole thing is like a montage. There's hardly any room to breathe. It's basically just a montage set to Hans Zimmer music over just for two two hours, maybe two and a half hours. Um, and I don't find that to be a good film. Maybe it may be a good ride, but it's not a good film. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> no, I mean I'm gonna stick by it. I just think it's fun. Uh. That's, I mean, that's the point of these movies, is to be fun. Especially a point of, like, an action movie. Like, I'm not supposed to, like, dig deep into <laughs> psychology. <laughs> and... We're going to bring that back later in the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, I don't know. Excuse us while we dig deep into this movie. <laughs> it's, <clears throat> it's a fun ride. I don't care. Fun, That's it. Fun ride in a van off a bridge into the water. And I, I don't know anyone who hasn't Poor seen guy. this movie and, and wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, that was fun. That was good. Yeah. No, I, I liked it when I first saw it. Yeah. I but, do. but as time went on, I started to yeah, I, I grow, only it started seen it to twice. wear on me. Yeah. But I will I do like the theory, which I think is what the movie is actually about, is the whole movie is an inception to get Leonardo DiCaprio to accept that the death of his wife was not his fault. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. I've actually never heard that. Hmm. Look it up. I just like that. Uh, the good, good, good debate, guys. I like oh yeah, it was a good um, debate. I, I'm I, bad at my rebuttals. Like, eh. and this is two times where I'm just like, well, you I've said it all I, already. No, it is good. No, it's good. <laughs> um, I what, what was I going to say? Because I'm right. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I uh. But I want to point out we've done this twice. Both times, Mitch, you you, you did shit film. Shit flick. Yeah. And you did good film. Well, right. I've been able to choose, haven't I? <laughs> yeah. No, you chose I one. chose the yeah. first one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. Um, I, I like Inception. I, I'm, I'm kind of with Mitch in that, like, the more times I watched it, I was like, I didn't want to sit through the rest of it. I don't know. It kind of loses. It's such a good gimmicky flick the first time you see it. But once you know, I mean, and I feel like you kind of look back for hints on like, you know, what's real, what's not. But it's yeah, his wedding ring, fun. man. It's fun, but it's also like it's very fun. But it, I don't think that there's real evidence in that. You know, I feel like it's kind of arbitrary, which is fine. He's kind of being like, it's up to you. You know, you figure it out, I think. But yeah, no. um, what about no, no, uh, no oh, I did, yeah, that's the start of that. Mm. Well, I did, I did mention the whole movie is a montage set to just a Hans Zimmer. Dicka, 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 it was that was cool at the time though, but now especially it's, with the it's tiresome. PF, like interpolation. Yeah. That was really a, it was a when Hans Zimmer started doing that a million times afterwards. It wasn't as cool, but like the first time you heard the Inception score, it was like a physical effect on your body. You know what I mean? Like in a theater, you're like, holy shit! I yeah. love it. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, guys, it's been a Hans Zimmer himself uh, announced today that he's he thinks he's done with superhero films. Cool. Me both. What's that? Him and me both. Yeah, him and you both. <laughs> cool. Um, are you guys, uh, you know, I'm a huge, I mean, honestly, I know, and everyone listening to this who knows me is probably like, shut up, Kale, because I'm always complaining about Hans Zimmer. But truthfully, one of the best composers of all time. I really believe that. And one of the most important composers of all time, especially in the last 30 years. You can't think of one who's more popular, uh, a film composer. Um, currently, yeah. Yeah, like currently. I mean, you know. Michael Giacchino? I, yeah, he's he's getting there. 
but he's not. Yes, he's Hans Zimmer is literally a household name, which is so weird. You think for a for a uh, a film composer? I mean, it's John Williams and Hans Zimmer. I mean, you know, who are your like? You know, my parents know who Hans Zimmer is. You know, like uh, my friends who aren't that into film know who Hans Zimmer is. Like, I just feel like it's kind of a crazy accomplishment for him. Um, but the, part of that is because part of, these, part of that is because recently he's done all these superhero. He did, he's you know the Dark Knight trilogy. He did Man of Steel. Um, he did this. He did this. He did Batman vs Superman. Are you guys bummed about this, or what do you think? No. <laughs> no, <laughs> no I, I'm not. Bummed. No, I'm not bummed by this. Well, I mean, I was just looking up because I. You always say that you're annoyed of his his style, repetitiveness. I but I'm he, looking at his filmography right yeah, now. Yeah. Kung Fu Panda Three, Free Held, Free. Woman in Gold, Interstellar, Rush, Twelve Years a Slave. Those are all. Not, boom. No, but I don't. Scores, but but I, yeah, I've only I've didn't seen any of those though. <laughs> so I don't. So I, you know, I can't give an opinion. But the, the movies that I see, I mean, I, I just, you know, my biggest criticism of I was telling you guys earlier in the chat that I his themes continue to be great. Like I love the Man of Steel theme, even though like when they announced that movie, I'm like, okay, please use John Williams Superman theme. Please use John Williams Superman theme. But they didn't, of course. I mean, it doesn't really fit. No, um, it's not. But can't be enough. No, it's not. But I. <laughs> so anyways, I like his themes, but I don't like this. This it's just like, I feel like ten percent of the movies are like really thought out and like he because he, he's making writing, writing music for the characters. The, the other ninety percent of it is just kind of like, all right, press the drum machine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, and we'll talk about Batman vs Superman score, but I almost was just like, it's not that the music's bad for me at, at most of the movie, but it's just like, there's always music. And yeah, it's, it's like too much. sometimes it actually needs like the the fight. Between the two of them, what the V, the, the reason we were there in the theater, should have I, would have been so much more powerful without music. I think I, I don't can know. agree with that. Um, but anyway, I don't think that's his decision. It, no, it's not. It's, I, I'm not saying it is for sure. I mean, I, I probably. I mean, you know, usually he probably has some more, influence. But, well, he but. probably did. Like, I just scored like the whole movie. Yeah, just what you want. No, yeah. I, I, Colin, you're you're probably 100 percent right. But, um, but I think what he's what he said today too is that he's. Because he's making, he makes so much fucking music, he's kind. Of, he said today basically along the along the lines of he's it's like no more inspiration for him. Yeah, he's probably like, tapped yeah, out. Yeah, like I how mean, much more can he do? Yeah. I'm just sorry. You mentioned you really wanted John Williams' uh, Superman score to be at Man of Steel. Could you imagine that final scene with like, you know, all those buildings coming down? Well, there's a uh, there's a really good fan edit out there of the, yeah. the, the first flight in, in Man of Steel, which is a great scene. Like it's I love fun. that when he's like learning Testing how to fly. It out. Someone put all the John Williams music to it. It's actually perfect. Oh, like it's amazing. Cool. But um, but yeah, you're right. It doesn't fit. But um, <laughs> that's so sweet. hilarious. I, that would be a, a really good edit. Some fan <laughs> should edit that with the John Williams score and just that battle of Metropolis just falling apart. <laughs> Splice like a little ben, like ben little Ben Affleck like looking just getting in smashed. It too. Can like, you read my mind? And he's like Lois is getting chucked out of a window. And, <laughs> um, so yeah, Hans Zimmer's Hans Zimmer as Colin is done with superhero movies. Um, favorite favorite Hans Zimmer music? Inception? No, no. Not Dark Knight, even. No, no, not even. Although the Dark Knight does have that iconic. You Bat, know, I Batman can think be- of it. Um, Batman Begins is a pretty good score. I really like Sherlock Holmes' score. 
Yeah, I do too. I've never seen the movie actually, oh, but you I know the music. It. Yeah, yeah, I, I would love the the movie. I just haven't. I don't know. I really like um, Interstellar. Yeah, similar, I did. That was my fa- that was, that was my I favorite really part of the movie. Actually, yeah. I I, I love the music was pretty cool in that movie. You don't get enough organ. It, the organ stuff was awesome. I know. Um, Lion King. Crazy. Did you see it in IMAX or fake IMAX when you did you? I saw it at Henry IMAX. Yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah. Oh my god, Ooh, I'm sure cool. that was awesome. Yeah, it was. Um, the sound. The sound is what I go to IMAX for. Yeah, it's like not. It's not, incredible. Um, <laughs> it's way better than the, the most did, of the theaters. Did you right? walk away really knowing the true power of love? Yeah, <laughs> I did. Sorry. Sorry that, that I did. Christopher um, Nolan <laughs> coming at you with some you, real you mentioned Mitch, good philosophy. You mentioned Mitch off the show, Lion King, which is like low key one of the best scores ever. Like not the not the music. Like I mean, the music's great. The Elton John stuff's great, but uh, the and score is so good. Pride Rock at the end. Yeah, it's amazing. Ah! Yeah, and the the to die for when like uh, spoilers. <laughs> Mufasa gets run over by a stampede and dies. Um, that Wake shit. Wake up, Dad. Oh yeah. Uh, man, you listen to that music, you cry probably right now. <laughs> I that was I, I. I host trivia. I played the score and it said the first person who can identify the score will. Um, oh, nice. I'll buy a beer for. Cool. Someone got it within like five seconds. The oh, Lion King yes. score. Lion King's cool. Cool. We have person. to come. <laughs> we have to come to that. Yeah. Yes, go to trivia. These two assholes on Monday and Tuesday. <laughs> Sorry, never support my Nintendo. I totally forget. You guys haven't been to one of my I'm shows, totally so <laughs> I we we didn't get the invite. Okay, let's be let's be let's be honest, <laughs> right. Chris. You're right. <laughs> um. Anyways, Hans, ever good on you. Uh, go do more Kung Fu Panda movies. Um. There's a, there's this other so th- we don't really we were like kind of looking at this earlier but we thought we'd bring it up. There's this new um, idea from uh, Sean Parker of uh, of Justin Timberlake fame. I mean of Napster fame. Uh, he's coming up with this idea where you pay fifty <laughs> bucks to view a movie that's out like the day and day release. So like you could watch Batman vs Superman at your home for fifty bucks instead of going to the theater and watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, which especially for this movie is like, I mean, the spectacle about yeah. it is going and seeing it in a big fucking theater. But anyways, so, you know, we don't know much about this and it's, it's kind of, uh, we're, you know, we're there's still, it's not available yet. But is this something you guys would be interested in? I mean, to pay 50 bucks or maybe just like, what if it was 15 bucks? You know, where's your limit here, I guess? Because I, I feel like I see the, the glow in your eyes. Oh. We're like, oh, 15 bucks to stay home and watch Spotlight rather than go out of the theater. Yeah, and not have to be bothered by people talking or reaching in their popcorn bags. Right. Oh, it sounds like it sounds <laughs> like heaven to yeah. me. Yeah. When I saw Batman vs. Superman, this woman behind me was like verbally abusing her, her son. So that was fun to listen to the first 10 minutes. <laughs> I almost rather listen to that than what was going <laughs> um, on. <laughs> but um, the way I see it is I wouldn't spend $50 unless... I had my own home, state-of-the-art home theater system, and I invited friends over to pitch in, like like you would to watch a boxing or a UFC fight. Right. Yeah, that's pretty much it. But I, I love going to the theater. So besides the shitty people, yeah. I mean, as much <laughs> as I, yeah, as much as I hate people too, I love going to the theater. Well, I'm gonna say, I mean, you guys reinvigorated my my love for going to the theater. No, seriously, because I I've, I've said this a million times in the show, but I never used to actually go out and see movies that much. 
until we started doing the show and I went every week last year and I love it now. I'm like all into going to the theater and stuff. Um, you know, I, uh, this brings me to this quick question before we get into Batman versus Superman on, on this topic of paying more money to watch at home. When I was probably my sophomore year of college, I was like w- one of like 25 people in a film theory class to say that by the time my kids are my age, so like 18 or 19 back then, that they would think it's insane to go to the movie theater and see a movie if they if they even exist. Do you guys think, I mean, are we, are, it's, it's a topic of discussion every once in a while. Do you think, you know, is the novelty of going to the movie not as big as it was before, especially with all these on-demand, video on-demand options? And if there's day-and-day release of big films like this, we have the option to watch at home. Is this like the, the, the decline of the movie theater? Going to see a movie? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I mean, not. I don't think for maybe a long, long time. Especially since you know they're coming up with new stuff to at the theater. Like, like I mean, it's just, like three. It's still very recent that you know bars have become like popular right, in theaters, right. coffee shops inside Podcasts. theaters. Um, <laughs> but three Ds come along, and that's been a huge thing for theaters. These epic theaters, with right. nice seats, much better sound and better seats. You know, the theaters are constantly reinventing themselves. Age discrimination. Yeah. 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 So you don't think, you think by by the time, you know, the next generation is out there, going to the movies is going to be what they do every weekend, too. Yeah, I mean, and, I mean, fucking... 13-year-olds need something to get out of their parents' house to go do. That's what they used to do. Yeah. I don't think that's Except for the age discrimination. Yeah, (laughs) not at the... um, Imagine in Birmingham. Can't do that. Do you think think we're looking at any future where, like no one goes to the movies because of this stuff like oh no people will always go to the movies i I feel like i feel like we've they we we were alive in the in the 40s and 50s when the when the television was invented they probably said the same thing nobody's gonna go to the movies anymore because you can watch anything on tv they did (laughs) and that's what they said and then yeah and people still went to the movies i people will always go to the movies it's something to do it's fun um i don't believe that we will ever stop going to the movies. It's good for first dates because you don't have to talk to anyone. I see. I hate it for first no. I'm, I'm kidding. Okay. No, I I don't. Yeah, I never. I hate date yeah movies. the date movie thing is. I never understood that. In fact, it's like I don't even understand when like unless it's a movie like Batman versus Superman and like you have a group of friends who are like love Batman or something. Like I don't always understand where it's like, guys, there's ten of us on a Friday night. Let's go see a movie. To me, it's like yeah, but then you go to Coney Island afterwards. Or a podcast and talk about it. <laughs> right, that too. <laughs> okay, well, I, I guess I might change my opinion from years ago when I said that, but um, I mean, this, I think this is a, you know a step in you know the wrong definitely direction. that direction. Right. I don't know if it's wrong. Well, I, mean, I do believe there's like, some like that's that, the way it's intended to be seen. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. I will never see an action movie for the first time on like my home by choice like, yeah rather, on your iphone rather. yeah yeah right exactly right. um right. especially it's something like you know gravity that's you know so clearly like meant to be seen in theaters um hateful eight even Batman, like, pretty like hateful meant to be seen in right. theaters like that's that's how the director wants me to see it that's what i'm gonna see it yeah and then i'll watch it at home later but Spotlight, you could romantic watch comedy. Yeah. Spotlight, Roman- Brooklyn Room. These can all. Yeah, romantic I'm, comedies I could watch at home. Yeah, that was boring. Fucking movie. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I joking. I joking. I joking. Okay. I joke. Are you? I joke. Yes, I am. No, I love Spotlight and Room and Brooklyn. 
Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm the only one who likes Brooklyn. I've, I've already bought it on Blu-ray. I'm, I'm, I liked it. I, I love the, that. I love that movie. I liked Ailish. Sorshi. Sorsha. Sorsha. Um, so speaking of movies you really wouldn't want to watch on an iPhone rather than in a theater, we, uh, as we said, we did watch Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice this week. Objection. Um, um, <laughs> it is not a court case. It is a battle between two of the most famous heroes of all time, ever. Um, so it's kind of a big deal. Uh, obviously, breaking box office records because uh, you know has been well documented. It's Batman for Superman. It's Batman for Superman. <laughs> there's there's no, nothing any critics could say to stop this from making a billion dollars, and it's already halfway there as we record this on Wednesday, March 30th. Um, we go around usually and do initial thoughts. I mean, I'm going to be honest. I, I kind of just want to hear from you guys. It's I Like I said, I worked on the movie. It, so you can't have an opinion on no, it? No, but it, it's, <laughs> it's harder for me to be completely objective about this. I mean, because You're pretty I, objective about LOL. Well, no, but to be honest, so that's okay. LOL is the Miley Cyrus movie I worked on that I think sucks. Um, <laughs> but but that's different for a few reasons. I mean, look, I, I saw this movie. I wasn't on LOL when they were writing it. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't on LOL when Wait, they Wait, you were in the writer's room <laughs> for Batman v Superman? Well, that's changed some of my notes. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I wasn't. I didn't say I was in the writers' room, but like I was, I was part of production early on. So I'm just saying, I kind of it's been such a big part of my life for a few years, and and so it's hard for me to be objective. So it's different. It's different than like a gig you have for three months, like I said earlier in the yep, show. Right. Yeah. So I'll give my opinion, but I really just want to hear from you guys and let you guys go at it. <laughs> Okay. Which I assume you're going to do. Yeah. Let's start with Mitch, who has, quote, a binder of notes on the film. <laughs> no. Um, first, I want to I say, uh, I have no doubt, Kale, that you you and your friends and all your coworkers did an amazing job producing this film, working on this film, and making it the tightest production you could make it. My experience with the, the movie when it was shooting here is I worked at a um, hotel restaurant. Uh, where most of oh Royal Park yes yeah. the Royal Park Hotel yeah. where most of the crew and most of well not most of the crew but some, a lot of the some, crew some and some there, of yeah. the the stars stayed. I saw Jason Momoa a lot. I saw Jesse Eisenberg a few times. Um, never saw Henry Cavill, but he was there a few times. Um, so you know it it's part of it was part of like that period of my life just like serving jason momoa his very very rare Fish? salmon oh really oh, yeah nice. very rare salmon aquaman with, yeah, he's getting character. <laughs> did you give him a big right. trident to eat it with you're like sir here you go i remember i remember once um so you always ask for a very rare because you know it's the purest protein i guess you can get um and he asked for it and it was a little a little uh, a little, cooked. A little overcooked and he was not happy sent it back so we got him another one and it was way that she, you know chefs can be very you know very touchy with their food and where is this going completely, <laughs> i'm so scared i'm so scared no no he completely undercooked it and then that pissed him off even more so it was like all right cool so i was the one who had to deliver this to him each time so it was a very tense experience that man is huge yeah he does, he's not small yeah he's no. very no one, large no one he's as tall as me and Ooh. like uh, probably 100 pounds heavier uh so anyway 
there's a lot in this movie I liked. There was no way I was going to, to be go, but there's a ch- shit ton I didn't like. Uh, but there was no way I was going to be going into this movie without, you know, something already in the back of my my head of bad critic reviews. Like, I couldn't go into that movie with a clear mind. I knew what I was going to be getting into, not only because the trailers basically show everything, you know, so I knew the action scenes that I was about to see, but... I knew, you know, I knew that it was two and a half hours long, and that mm-hmm. it takes a really long time to get going, and and everything. So, um, I will say that the action and the visuals are good. The story, and the pacing, and the structure of this film is very bad. It's a mess, um, and we'll get into it. Callan, yeah, initial yeah. thoughts. Um, I mean, to me, this is no this is no great superhero flick, um, but it's really not as bad, I think, as like kind of like the Rotten Tomatoes like backlash it's been getting. Um, it has a forty four percent on Metacritic, and I think that's a lot more accurate. Yeah, I would to say that's what more accurate. My thoughts of this movie are, which sorry, but like yeah, it's like half and half. Like some people like yeah, it, some people. Yeah. I mean, it's coming. It's very divisive. It's extremely right. divisive. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not a great movie, and but like much like what I thought about about fantastic four. I do feel like there are glimmers of things that really work in this film that I, and I really enjoyed. Um, but those brief moments really get lost. in The clusterfuck of plot, um, story flashbacks, dream sequence, world jumping, and like just general chaos of this movie. Yeah. Um, dream sequences in dream sequences. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, like inception. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's a pretty movie to look at. Oh, but it's ultimately, I think, a very disjointed and humorless, you know, well, not, ride not, at the theater. Definitely not a lot of laughing. No. Um, no, it's dark. Did the, did the darkness, let's start there, just in a, in a general, like, atmospheric question for you. Because everyone loves to say this, that they say DC, meaning really Man of Steel in this movie, DC movies are dark, Marvel movies are fun and happy. Um, my first question is, is this movie quote-unquote too dark for you guys yes yeah i would say it's a little too dark you could still have humor and darkness see yeah. that's my thing is because marvel's not re- i mean if you, are you guys watching daredevil season exactly two? yeah are, exactly. You, are you watching it yeah not yet it is as violent if not more it's probably more it's violent than, than gorier than, than batman. Sure. It's for sure gorier than batman versus superman but do you but do you feel it's as dark no i why do you think that is i'm curious there's there's characters that are light characters. Foggy. Foggy. Electra, even. Yeah. You know, she has this grace and, you know, flippantness to her that really, like, really work. Um, She's kind of like a, in like a Deadpool way, the violence is just a joke to her. Yeah. 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 Um, But, yeah, you have, like, it's not all serious. It's not like, serious, 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 serious. These, These DC movies take themselves way too seriously when the subject matter we're dealing with are men who wear leotards <laughs> yeah. and fly and shoot heat out of their eyes and it way too serious and they're not even and the seriousness doesn't match with what they're even talking about like what they're talking about is so like i said shallow and like not like deep shallow and not deep uh <laughs> it's it's super shallow and uh, like uninteresting and it's just dealt with such a heavy hand that you're like sighing like 
Are you saying Superman is superficial? Ooh. Kind no. of. He's, so, he's really <laughs> moody in this. My, my and weird. Well, okay. So creepy. my my thing is like <laughs> I don't think I don't think there's a darkness separation between the two universes of Marvel and DC. That's not what oh. separates them. Winter Soldier is pretty dark. Winter Soldier is pretty dark. Civil War looks going to be not like totally dark, but I think there's going to be messed up moments in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's it's like, and, and Kevin Smith has been talking about this on his podcast, it's kind of like a question of moral. There's a scene in in in, uh, in Daredevil season two. Mitch, are you... How far I, are you guys? I have not started it it's, yet. This I isn't a spoiler. It's not a spoiler, but there's a there's this. You've got you know Daredevil season two is effectively Daredevil v Punisher. Punisher. Mm-hmm. And the difference between their contrast and Superman v Batman in this movie is is a huge contrast. Meaning like when I, the, when I heard this movie was announced before I was working on it, I was like, well, you know, you have and you have, and you have this line in the movie where Lex is like day versus night. Batman versus Superman, but Superman's already a dark Superman in this movie, yeah. so there's not that big of a difference. I and mean, we've seen they both kill. Yeah, um, I don't know about that. You know, like, Superman kills like Man of Steel, which is actually rewatching that ending of Man of Steel. Spoilers. Um, I actually dig that more than I did when I first saw it. You mean he kills General Zod? Yeah. No, I because he had to. I yeah, like that. I like that. I like it's that really sad that. because he's like. Zod is the last living member of his species, and he has to eliminate him to save humans. That's a cool moment, actually. No, it's a great moment in the movie. One of the best. Anyways, there's a... There's a but there's a, all those humans had to die to get to it. <laughs> right, right. Which we'll get to, because that leads into this movie. But I'm just saying, there's a scene in, in Daredevil Season 2 where Karen and, and, and Matt are debating. Matt thinks Daredevil's right, and, and Karen vehemently thinks the Punisher might be doing something good. Mm-hmm. And there's a freak out conversation. They get they get into a huge fight about it. And that's the scene that I think Batman v Superman needed. Very was like was like Doesn't Matt know that um Karen doesn't know that Matt is Daredevil. Right. Okay, yeah. Yet. I don't, I don't I'm sorry, I'm thinking but. of um his friend, the other character. Senior Foggy. Senior Foggy. Foggy. <laughs> Anyways, so I'm just saying that like there needed to be a little more like why are they different kind of thing. That's what yeah. I thought. Other than God vs. Man, which is a clear theme in this movie. Very, yeah. very clear. Very clear. <laughs> what do you guys think about... Um, it's just practically spelled out. What do you guys think about... We got another Batman movie and another another showing of the uh, Wayne parents being murdered. I don't think we need... First of all... Okay. But I, yeah, go ahead. We don't need another, another representation or presentation of... Batman's parents being killed. We've seen it. We know what happens. But Snyder ch- or somebody changed it when this. Instead of... Well, they always... It's different in every... Yeah, but I, I know it's different in ways like of who did it or like if somebody was involved. Well, But, but Bruce yeah. Wayne's father in this, whereas usually he like sacrifices himself and pushes the son out of the way and gets shot. And this, he attacks the mugger. He tries to take a swing at the mugger, which then leads to the death of him and... Uh, Martha Wayne. I, that's very. Martha. It's very. That's an very strange. That's an interesting and difference. I yes. don't understand why they chose that. Because um, essentially, like, you have your wife and your kid with you, and you're gonna risk their lives to take a swing at a guy who's pointing a gun right at your face. Like, why is that? Why would you do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting difference that I did notice. 
I it did liked, look cool though. I, I liked <laughs> it and I and I when I saw him, you know, he put he clenches his fist, I was like, Oh hell yeah. Um I can't explain why I like it, because I think you're right. I think usually it's like an act of civil disobedience kind of thing, instead of yeah. like fighting. But right. I don't know. What I mean, what did you think of the whole thing? I mean Well, I was happy it was relegated to just the opening credits. Because, I mean, when that was starting, I was like, oh, fuck, here we go again. <laughs> Another, like, origin, origin story. story. Yeah. Like, well, we do see that moment over and over again throughout the movie. Yeah. The yeah. pearls. and Which I did like the, that image of the hammer hitting oh the pearls. God. That was I, cool. I was hating this whole sequence until I saw that pearl moment, and I was, oh, okay. It was cool. I was it, very into that. He, Snyder knows how to make something look real cool. I mean, I, I will say that, like, when that, when that opening credits is on YouTube. I'm going to watch it a lot. I, I love it. It gives me chills. It gets me really, and I, and I, you know, I'm this woman with you guys. We've seen it before. Why do we need to see it? We don't need to see them getting killed anymore. The Waynes, but I don't know. Is there something v- like visually poetic about that scene that I've never seen in a Batman movie before. Um, in fact, I watched Batman begins the other day. It's so quick and, and just weird and kind of lifeless. No pun intended. When, when the Waynes are killed, um, and it's a huge scene in that movie, but it doesn't have the gravitas, especially visually, as this as this mm-hmm. scene does. But this is this is my kind of problem with it. Like this, his parents dying is pretty. We recall back to it quite often. Yeah. In the movie, and it's definitely like, I feel like this whole credit sequence was just to service Zack Snyder showing what he can like do with like making something look like a comic on screen. Mm-hmm. Like there was so like many there was so many shots it. where I'm like, that's like a comic little photo and like even the, the Pearl thing is like such like I think a comic right. thing. Which he's he is so good at making a splash page from a comic book come yeah, out. Right. I mean it's but it's it, really cool. I mean but you're saying you, you don't think it served the story. No, right? it was more like look what we can do with this rather than like, you know, here's like this really tragic event that happened to this person that we're gonna call back. Like yeah frequently throughout this film Snyder's kind of known for that <laughs> you think <laughs> yeah, he's a very visual director um, so then the movie starts where <laughs> we already have these problems that, and that, they're like that two weird, minutes into the movie. that really weird Jesus moment where he's like being lifted up I know it's a dream sequence and whatnot. Right, yeah. um, it, that was a little weird for me I, I about like, threw my drink on the floor <laughs> no, like, I didn't I don't know if I a lot of Jesus in this a lot yeah. of God a lot, There's of, a lot God. of God and Jesus and Man, Man of Steel too but you know in Man of Steel I can I, again that I think that movie gets a lot like the fact that this movie is getting, I completely like, especially story wise. Like, I get it. It's kind of there's too much going on in this movie. That's my biggest problem with mm-hmm. it. But Man of Steel, I swear. I mean, I the destruction at the end is kind of obscene. Fifty percent of that movie is good. I will. But say. it's like it's it's at close least. to being a perfect Superman movie. Like, I think it's close. Um, in the modern day, I mean, I love. We can talk about this forever, but like the Richard Donner Superman movie is like my favorite thing ever. But like. That's not going to work today. I mean, no, I think that, and that's why it makes it the hardest character of all time. Anyways, so the man, end of Man of Steel, him and Zod fight. They basically blow up Metropolis. So that's where this yeah. movie starts. And Bruce Wayne is running to the uh, the Wayne Building in Metropolis. To tell, driving his jeep. Driving his jeep, <laughs> jeep through the cities, through the streets of Detroit. I like. Yeah, cool. I, I, I saw a lot of Detroit. That, yep. that was Fort Street, Congress, uh, Fort, Congress, Fort, Congress, Fort Shelby. And, uh, um, Anyway, so what do you guys think of that? What do you guys think of? I mean, we knew this was going to happen, but the idea that the end of Man of Steel has a profound effect on why Bruce Wayne doesn't like Superman. Quick question. Yeah. 
I was unaware that Gotham and Metropolis are literally across the street from yeah, each I other. Did. Is that, that that's a, a thing? That's a this movie thing. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. That's never been established like I that was before. very confused by that. I'm like, wait, that's like still the same city. Like, I think I gotta go over to right, Gotham. Right. I, think <laughs> like, a, I think a lot of people, I think usually it might be like either a like New York to Chicago or, or like Detroit to Chicago kind of distance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in this movie, it's more like Detroit and Windsor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is. I mean it is. they're like across the bay. San Francisco I mean, to Oakland, or San Francisco to Oakland. That's yeah. probably more apropos. Minneapolis but and St. Why Paul? are the two biggest cities in the country like next to each other? It was very confusing to me. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it, it, a lot of people were kind of like, what? Well, that way you can see the Batman symbol or the Bat symbol from across. Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys think of the opening? The, um, this like nine eleven esque Superman fighting Zod and Bruce Wayne's pissed. It was, it was a. I thought it was a little too long for what they were trying to do. Um, it set it up with the guy with the legs and, you know, saving the, the girl. It shows that Bruce Wayne is, you know, righteous for a moment. <laughs> these are the heroic moments of the movie. I mean, he's, it's like really he saves his Scoot old... from his legs. Right. And he saves the girl from getting, mm-hmm. yeah. It's, it's, Scoot's kind of an offensive. <laughs> is it for name for that character? It's not his real name. That's the actor's name. I mean, that's, I mean, that's the actor's name. Okay, so um, (laughs) uh, it took a little long, I thought, to get to what we actually wanted to see, which was him seeing the um, Superman and Zod flying through the air and going into a building. I Mm -hmm. think like, like we get it, we we got it to that point. It could have been about half as long, yeah, and um, because there's a little too much driving through the streets of Detroit. Yes. As much as I like seeing that. Yeah, it was cool. But. I like seeing that. Um, but yeah, a little too much of that. Yeah. It was a, a very long Jeep commercial, yeah. <laughs> yeah. which we're dealt with on TV now all the time. <laughs> um, so that's the motivation, basically. It's, it's like set right there in the beginning. Yeah. Bruce Wayne, a lot of his people were killed in a building that for some reason they weren't evacuating before Bruce Wayne told them they could. Yeah, right. I feel like he's like the worst boss ever. They're like, guys, we can't leave. Bruce Wayne <laughs> yeah, they got a clearance. Right. Okay, like the entire okay. city is being destroyed. But that was, like, I mean, nah, you talk about like wait. the quote unquote darkness of this movie. And right away, I mean, Superman and Zod are fighting in a building and this guy's fucking praying. And yeah. like, it was like, yeah, that was, that was little, intense. This is intense. I mean, this, this is the moment. And by the way, we can talk about this too, but I. You know, I woke up Friday. I seen it twice before it opened, and I woke up Friday morning. And my parents are down with my cousins in Florida that are like eight, and I texted my mom. I was like, "Don't bring them to this movie." I was like, "It's not appropriate." For yeah, there them. are a lot of very young um, children. I was like, "That surprises." Not, yeah, that, I mean, it doesn't surprise me, movie. but it's it's yeah. I mean, yeah. I, it's not for kids, um, not for adults even. <laughs> it is. So, it's a scary movie. Like it it's is, a really it is de- scary. depressing scary. movie. Like. So then we, we find Lois Lane in uh, African country. We jump to four different locations in 45 seconds. <laughs> and I knew this is going to be a problem. <laughs> well, and again, I think, you know, so you got Lois Lane, and this is where the other part of the movie starts, which is that Batman or Superman saves her from these terrorists, and then people blame Superman because people got killed that day. Is that what was going on? I feel like it's just not clear enough. Is my point? Like, yeah, no, that's that's what's going on. I mean, what do you think? What else was the other? Well, option? I just didn't really see. I didn't really understand that scene. Um, I don't know the comics very well, but from what I've read, like that CIA agent is a pretty important character, and they just kill him right off. 
Jimmy Olsen, is it? Well, so, okay. So Jimmy Olsen is like Superman's, is Clark Kent's bud at the Daily Planet in the comics. Right. And in Man of Steel, they made that character Jenny Olsen. Jen- oh. So that character still exists. It's and Jenny, Jenny. Jenny still exists. Okay. I don't know why they did this, but yes, the guy who goes, it's okay, Lois, and gets shot in the face. Good yeah. performance there. Loved it. It's okay, Lois. It was just such conviction. <laughs> he was wrong. He was totally wrong. It's not okay. Anyways, he got he got shot in the face. But that's that's Jimmy Olsen. So the, he was credited as Jimmy Olsen. Was he? Very kind of bizarre. Yes, I don't. I, that was a, and, I and also another like ooh moment. Like we're right. shooting people in the face yeah. in the first right. couple. So, minutes but a lot of people movie. get a lot of people get shot, and we find out that Superman's blamed for it, and Holly Hunter's character wants to. Uh, Senator Finch. Senator Finch. The, the, June, June Finch. Right. This is the most unrealistic, unrealistic part of the movie. The Democratic senator from Kentucky. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, she she uh, wants Superman to basically be put on trial, and that's where the movie comes. So she's trying to get Superman in there, and then oh wait, another plot point. Lex Luthor. <laughs> Lex Luthor uh, uh, is here's if you want to talk about one thing that I am very disappointed not disappointed by but I've been mulling over after three viewings is that I I don't know what Lex wants me that's that my number the one main thing. thing I don't know why he's doing what he's doing I don't know what he wants and I don't know how he finds things out so miraculously like well things were cut he's I smart I guess I mean that's like I guess that's the thing is he's I like guess really smart yeah. which is you know that's but he like Lex makes the case like, like oh no it's all my dad I just got all this money Right. So, well, maybe he, so, so, so is he Lex Luthor or is which, he Lex yeah, Luthor's yeah. son? Which, which I think it's funny you say that because when I came over here from work, I was kind of thinking about it because I wanted to, I wanted to figure out an answer for this, and it might be a commentary on like rich boy is bored. Like I think that's kind of what his character is. Like if somebody could have like, said that, like, yeah, I, like I, I could buy into that sarcastic moment. Yeah, you know, somebody could have said that. Yeah, no, I I, really I think because yeah. I think that's maybe what's going on because you know it it can't be that he wants to he's not it can't be that he's afraid of Superman and wants to, and legitimately is afraid he's going to destroy the world because he ends up creating a worse Superman. Right. And the only person that could save it is Superman. You know what I mean? So yeah. like. He's not out there to protect the world. Like, that's not right. his goal, right? It would have been nice to see him then, like, double back on that and be like, oh, my God, what have I created? Just to add something to his character. A little, little, little Like, regret. you know, yeah. like, oh, we need Superman. Because yeah. why does he hate Superman? Like, Superman may have just accidentally destroyed Metropolis, but he is clearly not an evil person. I mean... So, but the... But, that's part of the movie, though. Like people, some people think he is an evil person. Scoot <laughs> thinks he's an evil person, right? right? I think, and which is why I want to do. I do want to give them credit for this because I think, as much as people hate the idea that Superman's not the good guy, <clears throat> I think in a way that's a really scary point that they're kind of trying to make, which is that sometimes when you try to, which is you know, there's that really weird dream sequence where he's talking to his dad about, it, and his dad tells the story about how. Him and his father saved the farm from a flood, but it killed the horses of the farm next door. And the point is kind of like <laughs> Superman is saving people, but there's collateral damage and people get pissed about it, which I'm not, you don't have to agree with that. You don't have to want that Superman, but that's, I th- you know, it's not, it's not unintentional that these things are happening, I guess. And then, you know, the idea is that power can never be innocent, Right. Which isn't okay, right? And people don't. <laughs> the problem is the problem there is people want, like we said, they want 
a distinction between Batman and super, you know, dark and light and stuff. It's yeah. not really there. I just, at least I want it to make it, I want to see and make it, you know, uh, believe that Superman is trying because it seems like a lot of times he's just like, well, oh, well, you know, we do get, we do. You get don't a- see him really get super upset about people dying. Right. We get a few <laughs> moments where he saves people on a roof and in a burning building. Really creepy montage to me, like yeah. slow motion weirdness. I don't know. <laughs> very, very yeah. comic booky. Very, I like, like, and he's just like staring at them, like I could save you. <laughs> well, we don't know, you know if he did. I and mean. they drew a really, really good Superman logo out of something on, yeah, their, on their roof. <laughs> they get that yeah, material. It's really Bob well done. Kane's ancestors on a roof drawing <laughs> Superman. Not Bob <laughs> Kane, Jack Kirby. Um, what about... Um, there's <laughs> Lead the discussion, Kale. Just let us... <laughs> Let us loose. <laughs> no, I'm, try- I'm trying to bait you guys. I mean, I'm not trying to bait you, but um, wh- you I'm know, wh- still I'm still on page one of my notes. Don't you worry. <laughs> I haven't even, even flipped the page. Yeah. Flipped yeah, I still have lots of things I could just you know, <laughs> All right, list here's... off as things I didn't like. Uh, it's funny that you the, the whole the whole montage where he's saving people is kind of where like before that I thought the movie flowed kind of well, and then when that starts happening, then I realize there's it kind of slows down really like yeah. <clears throat> i liked the party scene where lex and you know lex and wonder woman and batman and they're all there at the eli broad museum in east lansing i mean yeah yeah i kind of like that kind of i like those shoes but ben says <laughs> the really awkward. <laughs> yeah um is this bruce wayne gay <laughs> Like there's a lot of hints at it. No, he's what sleeping is, in the bed with that one. Well, oh, that's true. Oh yeah, right. Doesn't mean he's not gay. But, yeah. <laughs> that's true. There, because the, you're talking about the line where he's like, I bet, like, "Well, no, I bet he's like nine out of ten women. Nine out of ten men go for you in that dress." And she goes, "I bet you're the one of the like the other ten or whatever." Yeah. And he's like, yeah. I think I think Alfred says something as well. It's like perpetual bachelor. <laughs> <or something>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do kind of like that scene. I like the um that Superman could hear, you know, his headpiece. That was cool. That was, like, one of those things where we didn't need, like, a, like, you know, super close zoom up on his his uh, earpiece or whatever yeah. to, to reveal that. Um, but I wasn't really sure. What was he doing again? What was Batman trying to do? He was, or Bruce trying to do? He, he wants to find out what this white Portuguese is. Or yes. who the white Portuguese is, and where did we hear that? I can't remember. Like in the beginning, like that's the person he's torturing in the crack house in the beginning. Where the, right, he's torturing, and he's and and uh, the guy he's torturing, you can hear in the background goes, "I don't know who he is." Oh yeah. Um, which by the what about that scene? The the torturing, they're not the torturing scene, but the the crack house scene where the cops go. That's where we're the, introduced like, to sex Batman. slave scene or whatever. Yeah. That was creepy seeing. Yeah, it was a really creepy, scary scene. That was kind of cool, though. I did like how quickly he like, like. I like the way he moves. Yeah, he moves. It's very. It's more Batman like than I think we've ever seen. Yeah. You were you like uncomfortable? I was. That was shot in Brush Park, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Just like the way that the camera turned and like saw him like in the corner, I'm like, oh, I'm very uncomfortable. Yeah, I was like, stay perfectly, stay perfectly straight. <laughs> I did not you like that. You won't see me. <laughs> and how did the fuck did he not get him with a shotgun? 
Dude, well, he's Batman. Batman. I don't man. care. Isn't, he's got a lot of Kevlar. He's, he's, he's older Batman. in this movie. Although that cop almost takes his partner's face. Yeah, how did he not shoot the partner? <laughs> yeah, this guy's an awful shot. I, he definitely should have nearly maimed or killed his partner. <laughs> that would have took it for an even darker turn. He accidentally <laughs> shoots a guy's face off because he thinks it's Batman. Right. <laughs> mm. um, so we, but we learn there through like news um, uh, voiceover that... Batman brands this guy's chest yeah. and that it's like a, a death, death sentence. sentence in prison. What yeah. does that mean? That means that I think what that means is the prisoners see that you must have done something really messed up right. to get that. Like, like sex slaves, sex and, slaves and, or and pedophilia yeah. or whatever they said. I so, was not buying that for one second. The bad that, like, part. I, well, I hate that he brands his victims. Like, what the fuck is up with that? Batman That's... doesn't do that. And then... <laughs> I don't get why that is like a death sentence in prison. I I I, I feel you like not, wait, you you're get, like you can't, you went up against the Batman. I feel like that in prison like would be like regarded as like oh yeah you went up against Batman. Right. There's a code in prison, Colin. <laughs> in yeah, this I, world, I don't know either. It almost it, it almost is like super bad. prisoners like Batman. Like people want to help him <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, it, that's a good question. I don't know. Um. The bigger question, I think, though, is if if Batman knows it's a death sentence, why is he doing it? Yeah, because right? he's like, that's sick in this movie. Because he does kill people. Mm-hmm. He kills people he kills indiscriminately us. for his own selfish reasons, not to save people, but to steal stuff. Which, to me, is like okay. Then, like, why are you upset at Superman? Like, you are literally doing the same thing, right? <laughs> that's why you know. There's not that clear distinction. There's not right, right but they. And I agree with that 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 uh, blurred you know perspective, but I wish they would have kind of hinted at it, like brought it up in the movie, like then it makes it more yeah. Yeah. interesting. But instead, you just got it, you have it there, so nobody's even really thinking of it until you really dig deep into it and it's right. not dealt there's, with. There's that actually cool scene where like where Batman's basically saying to Alfred like. Um, there's no more good people left in Gotham and, and those that were never stayed that way. So he's, and he should have, you know, there's room for exposition there. It's just like the way I've been doing things isn't working, you know? And I need, you know, if he was like, right. I'm going to change my ways here. There's, you can completely change as, you know, re- reading scripts and writing scripts. You can completely change a character with one line of dialogue. And I think I feel like a line of dialogue like that would have made, would have added to the movie a ton but there is subtle things where he's just like where he's like he does say he does say it didn't work you 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 beat up one criminal another one grow they're like weeds you know what i mean so he does say something like that he also says that killing superman is going to be his legacy like that's the reason i'm here is to stop this guy which is kind of weird i'm yeah. not I'm, i will <laughs> say weird. there's there's one you know i don't really mind a, a batman that kills I mean, whatever. I I want my moral daredevil Batman. You know, like the the Netflix Matt Murdock that we get. I love watching that struggle between being like, you know, am I really doing the right thing by not killing anyone? You know what I mean? I like that struggle. So I prefer that Batman. I don't mind a Batman that kills though, because whatever. It's good to see a different version of a of a superhero. But I, would, but I wish one, he was a little tortured by it though. But, but yeah. yeah. But one one line that kind of bothers me in this movie is where he tells Alfred. Superman has the power to destroy the entire planet. And if that's even a 1% chance, we have to take that as an absolute certainty 
that is that's kind that's of a crazy set of morals especially in today's society that if you're not with us you're against us if, mm. if that's like a which might be the point again you know that might be a, a, a kind of a you know batman's wrong here and he needs to learn that that's not the way to be right but yeah it is it's a very absolute being mm. like you know yeah if you do have weapons we need to go out there and get them from you. You know what I mean? Right. Even if you might not use them. Yeah. Whatever happened to diplomacy? <laughs> I don't know. Superman you know, tries. Just talk? Superman tries, right. man. I give I give Clark credit yeah. here. This uh, yeah, I root. I was rooting for Superman the whole movie. I was like, Superman, was even though he is, yeah. even though he is kind of a, you know, boring dolt in this movie. He is, um, yeah. yeah, he's righteous. Like that is Superman. Um, he wants to help people and Batman just wants to kill Superman. Like mm-hmm. he's just hell bent on killing Superman. Now, don't get me wrong. I liked Ben Affleck as, as Batman. I thought he's the best Bruce Wayne and the best Batman we've ever had. Ooh. I just wish it was a different, different movie. <laughs> It was, you wish it, was a, your, it was your father's Batman, but with Ben Affleck, basically. Well, not Adam, Adam West. Oh, but. fuck off. I love Adam West. <laughs> no, I love Adam West, but you know what I mean. What did you I, think of Ben? I mean... I thought he was fine in it. I just don't think he was, like... I don't... I don't think this Batman on the page was, like, my Batman at all. Yeah, no, like, if he could play... He's supposed to be... He wrote and... Well, that was in the news today. He wrote a Batman script, and he's supposed to direct and star in the next Batman movie. So... I'm excited to see that because Ben Affleck is a great writer. Um, great director. So I'm and director. Yeah. I'm excited to see that because I'm curious where he'll take it. I don't like this version of yeah. Batman. I love him. I love him as Bruce Wayne and Batman because it's cool. Like the premise and just the look and um, the costume is incre- the costume. The just the the voice yes. is great too. It's yeah. so much better than Christian Bale's voice. Yeah, it uh, is. It's, like, yeah. And, and he's not actually like physically doing it. He's got some sort of like voice the modulator. Amount. Yeah, yeah. That um, I like that all that, and I liked how that was done. But you know, deep down in the character, it just wasn't right. Yeah, there was the writing wasn't there. The characterization wasn't there. So I'm excited to see whatever Ben Affleck can do in the next movie. What about other performances, Colin? Like, what did, what stuck out? What disappointed? What I thought Jeremy Irons was incredibly underused as Alfred. Yeah, I mean, he's great. He might be the best Alfred we've ever. Yeah, I he was although great. he wasn't even Alfred though. He was like more like Q. Q. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I don't know if I liked him really as a, a mechanic. Butler. Yeah, no. I was expecting I him, to... him to start killing people when he started flying the... <laughs> the yeah. It's like time for you to take over. Oh, okay. Let me put my tea down. <laughs> I like. <laughs> Like I want Alfred to like serve me food and like dish me like real like real like sound advice. Not, yeah, well, like, because that's the point of Alfred. Muppets. Alfred yeah. is his father figure. Yeah, um, you, you know what's interesting is, well, I guess they're twenty five years in difference in age, Jeremy Irons and Ben Affleck. But I feel like they kind of make Ben Affleck look older in this movie. But Jeremy Irons just looks young. <laughs> I don't. Mean, he doesn't look like a seventy year old. Yeah, he's a good looking dude. He's, yeah. Looking fresh. Yeah, no, I, he was underused a lot. I, mm-hmm. I wish we had like those moments in like the Dark Knight about the tangerine. Uh, just talking <laughs> about <laughs> talking about you know Alfred's past as like a military um, yeah. guy, right. soldier mm-hmm. or something. Because isn't that what? Yeah, Alfred, isn't that yeah, Alfred's yeah. past? Yeah, I SAS. Mean, yeah. Yeah. So I wish we got more of that. We didn't get really any of that. Alfred's just there to make snarky comments and and 
be like the eyes in the sky yeah, like for for Batman the gadget guy, which was weird. Yeah, there's just not. It was, he wasn't used right. So again, excited for a Batman movie. In fact, I would have liked to see a Batman movie before we saw this yeah, movie. Right. Maybe this movie would have made more sense. Well, I'll be interested to see if <laughs> that one takes place before this, actually. Well, who knows? Maybe. Hmm. Um, <laughs> other characters? I mean, Amy Adams. Amy throw, Adams in a bathtub. Throw away. Um, <laughs> that was weird. Did we need that? Did we need that bathtub part? Like, I didn't... I, it was, I liked it, actually. Like, I, it's the most like, human part yeah, that Clark like, is. The whole, you <laughs> if know. we're talking about like things like are right. not working with this movie, it's right. the bathtub scenes like, at the bottom for me. Okay, well, <laughs> this goes back to my problems with Man of Steel. I think this Lois Lane is just really bad. It's so stupid. She's not used correctly and not smart. Like She's always a damsel in distress, and... This in this movie, she's basically a prop to yeah. to move the exposition along. She has like this. She finds this bullet on her notebook or whatever. So she's got to figure out where this bullet was made. And by the time she finds out that it was made by LexCorp, we already know that it's, Lex Luthor is so doing something clear. evil. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it wasn't exciting at all. Every time they switch to her, it's like. <sighs> like the, well, here we go again. Like Lex Luthor is like painted as like the bad guy. I mean, you know he's a bad guy. He's Lex Luthor, but he's like so clearly the bad guy. Yeah. So early on, he's not. He's one dimensional. Yeah. He doesn't have. There's not like a huh. Like the whole time, I'm just like, Batman, Superman, you're the fucking same thing. Like, can't you guys both see that like, this guy is like clearly the evil person in this game? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, what did you think of like? I mean, character aside, I guess if you can separate, but like, what did you think about? It was a it, Jesse you about, Eisenberg. You talk about controversial castings, you know, Ben Affleck for whatever reason was a controversial casting. Which I'm, you know, I'm sorry, like that guy has got the chin of Batman. Why would anyone? I don't know why anyone. Thought I never thought it. that oh, was an issue. No, I didn't yeah, think that was an issue. Yeah. I thought it's it was so a great... weird. The like, it's like it's freaking 2004 or something. And yeah, like, people are eating Armageddon and Daredevil, but like the guy's an Oscar-winning yeah. director. Yeah, anyway, eating crow right um, now or bat. Yes, but anyways, you talk about controversial. I mean, Jesse Eisenberg was a very out there casting decision at the time because Lex Luthor is like usually you know the Gene Hackman, the Kevin Spacey, the big bald buff guy. Sometimes in the comics, he's huge. They they were talking about going with um, Brian Brian Cranston. Yeah. Uh, What do you guys What do you guys think of his performance? Uh, I like the premise of having the young because that's kind of like our new billionaire is the really young guy. either inherited money or um, founded a tech company. So I liked that, and I liked him at first. I really liked this character at first because I thought it was just a new, fresh take, but it got a little overbearing at times, his manic, uh, mm. like, ticks. It's just like, this guy's fucking crazy. Like, why would you? Why would anybody give this guy any money when he's giving that speech at that party? <laughs> so and painful. he's just like, what, what, what am I talking about? <laughs> and he's making weird noises and stuff. Like, And then people are like, Oh, yes, yes. yes. Okay, let's all go. Right of a check. Yeah, I, mean, I was like, I gotta beat you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. when I saw her, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of cool. She <laughs> gave a great face to that speech. Though. She was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Debbie Stabenow, Michigan senator, is in this movie as, as the, the governor, governor of <laughs> fictional state. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah little, little, little Michigan in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, weird speech by, uh, by Jesse. Oh god, this just—he just was not working for me. You didn't like him? No, I lo- and I actually I was really excited for the idea. I mean, I think 
that's the smart way to like do a new modern like Luther, like yeah. you said, yeah. Yeah. But he was just all off the wall for me. It was weird. Yeah, and... I hope in the next one they tame it down a little. I actually wanted more Mar- him being Mark Zuckerberg. That's you know? what I thought. I thought he would be like smarter. Yeah, and but <laughs> yeah. also like just tonally the way he talked, yeah. not so jokery, not like, so high here. octave. Yeah. yeah, more like more like you know you have, my, you have my full attention. Yeah, yeah. I am I, blah, 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 or whatever he says in that movie. You don't have my attention. Dark versus yeah. Nate. Right. Like, all right. Um, but going back to his character, uh, and like you said, I don't really know what he's doing. <laughs> why <laughs> or mm-hmm. why he's doing it we needed more i feel like i you you know we've kind of talked about we feel like there's a lot missing a lot was cut out like i don't know what he was doing half the time i don't know i want access to the ship i want access to this i want access to that like wh- did you i mean it's weird did he, did he know he was going to create doomsday like i don't know maybe he, i don't know and and he really he walks he into that? that he walks into that mo- into that like birthing pool <laughs> like he knows exactly what he's doing yeah like yeah, there's right, no like right. apprehension or fear of what this is and, and very strange just yeah to, you know it was like they had a they had a starting point and an end point and they didn't know what to do in the middle with this guy's character mm-hmm. it was just like we need him to be here so let's just you know He's going to do these things, but he's not going to feel anything. <laughs> he's not going to to yeah. decide or think about any of it. He's just going to be doing it. So, yeah. The more we talk about it, the more I actually really hate the performance. Yeah. I think, and I, I just had this realization. He's playing it like he's the villain, not like he's a real person. Like he's right. Went into okay. it. Yeah. He went into it like I'm. I'm the villain of this movie. I'm going to be the villain. Not like have be like right this is just you know the way like my character is working and i think i'm doing the right thing like so often when you hear actors say like you know and i'm playing the villains fun you get all the, like the juicy lines and everything but like they're always like i'm in my mind like this is the right thing like right for the character for, yeah, 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 for, yeah, yeah. for a villain to be effective you have to actually understand their point of view and like mm-hmm. why they would do that and th- here it's just he was going to do it regardless. I'm I'm the villain. I'm going to have a tick. I'm going to be yeah. like the crazy one. He makes one. Like, like really mischievous faces as he's like waving on like his henchmen to do stuff and to play Doomsday's advocate. <laughs> the the villain of all villains and the villain that every superhero villain will ever be put up against, the Joker, I would say is maybe an anomaly, but you don't really there's a character where you know you don't really understand his point of view. Well, yeah, because he's they yeah, establish I'm, he's I'm spe- insane. I'm speaking in the in the terms of that one movie, The Dark Knight. I mean, there's different iterations of the Joker, but especially like the Batman '89 version is like a clear motivation and stuff. But like, well, I mean, what is what does the Joker want? He wants in... to watch the world burn. Right. So he's just crazy, right? <laughs> yeah, so he's like insane. some men, just that's the point of the movie. Which is, and I will actually argue that Joker actually in that movie I think has a crime organization motivation where he's trying to get rid of all the other crime people in the city yeah that too but that works for the joker i don't think that works for lex Luthor. and i think that you know and you do have this you have this you know you have this word where you know where i got these scars thing going on with lex where my father used to say you know he kind of like tells stories of his father throughout the movie that you're you're wondering did his father actually say that Mm -hmm. is this actually his father's room like you know there's a clear 
and maybe it's cheap to make this claim, but because you can do it for every villain ever now, but there's a clear attempt to kind of be the Joker. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, I felt that. Yeah. That's, and that's I, how it's always been since the dark Knight. Yeah. Like, everybody... just, just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> villains used to be so great. Yeah. But I mean, there um, have been good, good villains, but, yeah. but they're always Super trying good. to, yeah. trying to be. Yeah. Okay. But, um, to what, what I wasn't like, Oh God, I just lost it. Oh, what did you just say, Kale? Uh, motivation, um, father, um, uh, trying to be the Joker. Uh, the Joker doesn't know what he, you don't know what the Joker wants in the Dark Knight. Um, anomalies. Uh, Granny's peach tea. Granny's peach tea. <laughs> <laughs> but, but really, but that's a major question we want answered in movies is why? Why do characters do things? Why, yeah. why was Lex Luthor doing this? I got it. Well, Go. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not. And I never read a Superman comic. I haven't seen any old Superman thing. I haven't seen the June Hackman, Lex Luthor, but Christopher Reeve. Damn, really? You haven't seen the original <laughs> Superman? No, no. Oh man. Um, but um, I always thought like Lex Luthor wasn't the villain until like he accidentally became the villain. No, I, I think that's kind of true. I don't know. I, I like I said. I don't have. Well, anything, it, but I always it, thought like he it, was like a businessman who He's was like making the yes. right business decision. But it just so happens like you've become the bad Usually, guy by doing these especially, business decisions. Especially the Gene Hackman version of Superman of uh, Lex Luthor is like he's trying to make money, basically, yeah. and he's a good businessman, basically, and that's it. And it's kind of again, dichotomy. It's like, it's like there's a contrast there. Like Superman is spiritual and Superman is godly, and like you know perfect and then Lex Luthor is all about money and greed and like so there's that's why he's the opposite of Superman is that what he wanted to do he just wanted to frame Superman for what like killing people or I don't I don't know I I, I, I want to go with the he's rich and bored and young (laughs) he's like been given everything his whole life and hated it no I wish I I wish I would have heard a line where it was like why are you doing this he's just like like put his hands up like i don't know that would have been, been cool, cool. that would have <laughs> been cool i agree i agree but instead we get a scene where he's on a helipad and he somehow knew that batman wanted to kill superman on that day and well lex does seem to be all knowing and well let's talk about the the other reason that people want to go see this movie which is that this is the beginning of the justice league um <laughs> Lex, yeah. <laughs> just why we're on that time, and I'm sure we'll talk about this later too. That's my biggest problem with, with this movie is it's yeah, Iron Man Two syndrome. It's just like okay, here's all this shit. Here's two and a half hours of movie, ten minutes of actual like plot. The rest we're just gonna tease you until yeah. put these trailers. Look what in we have. Movie. Look what we have coming up down the I line. I kind of feel like it was kind of a little. There's a little bit in Batman v Superman where it's like we got to catch up. Then that is just the and wrong way exactly. to approach this. Exactly. And I think they threw one, like a lot of movies into one movie. Um, yeah. I think that's kind of what happened. No, so, I totally agree. It's... Um, but anyways, so Lex, Lex seems to know of all these people, Aquaman, Cyborg, Wonder Woman, and the Flash. And he's been kind of watching them. He knows these metahumans exist and he's, and he's looking for them. He even got a graphic designer to make yeah, up a, a nice the logos. logo. The, logos <laughs> the, the costume department already has the logos right. for whoever makes their costumes. Um, and so, so Wonder Woman knows that Lex has this information on her and wants to find it and delete it. 
basically. When, I think that's what yeah, she wants. When she, when she said he has a picture of me, all I could think of was like, he's got a nudie of her. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I thought. I have to delete that photo. Um, but uh, what was I saying? So anyways, what did you think of that whole... I mean, so, you know, Superman and Batman are about to fight, and then... Uh, Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot, who I thought was awesome. My favorite part. Of I thought movie, she actually. was my. She yeah. was. My, I cannot wait for that movie, man. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, it's gonna, gonna be, be awesome. Um, I liked her. She I liked a, her when she was fighting the oh, most. She's so good. Anyway, as a I person, I was like, in, no, I loved her in that white dress with the sleeve. Yeah, beaded sleeve. Yeah. That dress gave me so much life. The the dress that nine out of ten men would. Yes. Yeah, oh right. my god. Um. <laughs> But not Bruce. <laughs> Sorry, I just loved that costume. No, I was like, I great. love that dress. Um, but so when she was in her pajamas, she's looking at. Uh, I don't know. I love that. those pajamas. <laughs> I love that laptop. All right, so, anyways, we know the scene. What do you guys? Love think? What do you guys think of the, re- um, the reveals of the, of the Justice League? I character? thought that was the laziest way to reveal it. In fact, I didn't think you needed it at all. Um, I thought just revealing her was good enough in that photo, but it was like such an awkward, like she's reading an email and like, it has to be like dramatic, like scrolling down to the next line. Like, is this you? This is you. (laughs) Sup? Who reads emails like that? (laughs) You up? Like, you up? DTF? You know, I just like expected it to keep going. Like, like I got pizza. Netflix you want to watch? You want to watch something? You want to watch TV? I feel like that that scene's gonna be spoofed a lot yeah. because of what you just said. Yeah, it is yeah. kind of it's... like the scrolling keeps going, keeps going. Yeah, it was lazy. It was a really lazy way to introduce that. I thought there could have been something way but better. Also, way yes. better. Sorry, it also brings to me the movie to a screeching fucking halt. It's. I don't necessarily mind the scene. It just probably should have been the end of the movie. Rather than in the middle of the movie, uh, like <laughs> like, middle, beginning of the third act. Yeah, it's just seems so, so stupid. Yeah, like I, why? I, like I that's the tease right there. I actually think it's a cool scene. I like seeing like I the Aquaman stuff was cool. To see Aquaman be cool was cool because that gets me excited because. Like, but when he like he was scary. When, he, when he fly we did that part the flying part was cool was but really cool. The, the the shot before that was really awkward. I closed my eyes. I don't like I don't like underwater like. Oh, you're gonna hate like the that. Aquaman I know, movie. I don't. <laughs> I, in video, you're expecting a Jaws in moment. In video games, when my character has to go underwater, I don't play it. <laughs> I don't you, you like. The, I don't like. You know, you, this is from playing the Water Temple as a kid. Is that what happened? I, hate, yeah. I love the Water Temple. What? It's one of one of the most underrated temples in. Um, no, but it's these realistic <laughs> games. Yeah, yeah. That I oh, well, you something. see, you see his eyes, and then he like really slowly, awkwardly like approaches the camera with his trident out, like scary. Don't like it, and it ta- it just lingers a little too long, and he then goes, he the <laughs> got it, and then he breaks the sound Rawfish. barrier, yeah, and um. then he explodes out of the way, which was cool. I was like, oh, good, interesting, um, but I like the Flash one the best, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I like the Flash, but I'm excited actually, and, and I love Grant Gustin on the TV shows, The Flash, and I wish that they would involve him in this movie. Who was even if it's an alternate universe, Ezra Miller, Ezra Miller. which um, hopefully will bring some comedy to yeah. the universe. Well, what is Flash Ezra is Miller in? Anyways. Perks of a uh, Wallflower. Of a wallflower and, um, and we need to talk stuff. about right. Kevin. Right. Okay. Got it. Better than Ezra <laughs> Miller. Better than Ezra. We're the Millers. Um, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Anyways, so yes, I agree, Colin. I think that that could have been an end credits scene, which everyone waited for. 
Everyone yeah, no, in the I, world. And I was I like, was get told, me the fuck out of this. Place. I was told that there wasn't one, so I left after oh, I saw told your you name. That? Yeah, after no, I saw I, your I name. Watched, I watched, I watched oh, thanks, names, guys. So, yeah. yep. um, so anyways, before we get to the V part of this movie, there's really one part we didn't really talk about. There is about four either dream sequences or visions in this movie. I didn't like those. Um, <laughs> I'll let you guys have the floor. I mean, I a, it's a huge part of the movie. I mean, it really, I mean, it's almost like 15 minutes of yeah. the movie all total. Right. I didn't like them. I don't understand why we needed dream sequences at all. What was the point of the first one? To that, that get us Bat- through the credits? That, no, that Batman. <laughs> no, not that one. The crypt? Um, the crypt one with the scary troll monster that comes out. And oh, yeah. That you guys, scared you a lot yourself? of people. Did you poop yourself? I was expecting something. Did you wear your come. brown pants? No. Uh, but I was expecting something to pop through, but um, well, it didn't, it's like, the make foreshadowing that the name Martha is important. Yeah, and then we get it more came of, out of it. But, it came out of Martha's but, tomb. But it's also, like, why? <laughs> why do we, yeah. we need that to show that Bruce Wayne is is tortured? Yeah. We, we knew that already, right? Yeah, we've gotten Bruce that Wayne in is, the last, like, seven movies. Yeah, he's tortured. <laughs> uh, and then there was the other one where he's in some desert, and it's, like, post-apocalyptic moment and superman that uh, is one. it was a fun action scene but i didn't get it so kevin smith is, was talking about this and this, this is a divide where like if you don't read comic books you are super confused in this whole scene if you do read if you're really into superman this is the best movie of your life at this point because there's there's so much going on in that scene there's there's the dark side who's one is like the big bad guy in the, in the Superman universe, his symbols on the ground outside of this apocalyptic city. So that's like, holy shit. Dark, this is a, a vision where Darkseid is the leader of this. The, the, the little demon guys, right? Those are parademons. And like people... Are they if you're, if you're on de- Superman's side? Yeah. Well, so this is... And then it, this goes into like... The, there's an Injustice series where like Superman goes ape shit. And that's a series of comic books, and this seems to be it because he—it's about Lois dying. Tommy he goes crazy, <laughs> and he—and he, yeah, and he—and you know, that's—that's that's the implication that in that foreshadowing or vision or dream or whatever, right? Is that this is a world where Lois is dead, right? He says, "Well, you took her from me. She was everything." Right. And and he and so that's a whole. I'm saying that these are comic references that, like, if you're a, if you're a DC fanboy, you're like, "Holy shit! I never thought I would see this on a on a movie screen ever." Now, if you don't read comics... Until it gets its own movie. Well, so so here's what everyone... So then after this, after the dark side vision, there's another vision where Ezra Miller as the Flash... Is that... What? That's I who figured that's yeah. who it was. The guy, the guy was a glowy thing. And he the goes, dream within the dream. Yeah. Oh, that was Ezra Miller? He, yeah, he goes... You oh. know, he's Lois saying... Lois Lane! Lois Lane is That the was key. Michael Pena. And he goes... <laughs> You couldn't really see him. Look like him. Yeah. And he goes, you know, he says, you were, you were right about him. Right? Lois so, Lane's the key to all this. It's like Jar Jar. Right. <laughs> so. That was the Flash? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Because he can, he's so fast, he can go in, back in time. And change time. So there's there's all these little hints in this movie that these things are going to come back up again. But that, why did that have to be a dream? I thought that could, like, because well, he see, wakes up from I know, that. That's like, couldn't that have not it? have been a dream? Yeah. I mean. Well, maybe he fell asleep after that and we just cut back to him waking up. <laughs> I don't know. No. But so, yes, a lot of people were confused. 
I was very confused. Did, but, it, did but, it not look awesome? It Bat- looked cool. Batman meets Mad Max. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it did look cool. That was like, holy yeah. shit. If George Miller had directed a Batman movie, there it is. Yeah. I, I did. No, I, did I like, can only wish. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like the way it looked, but it was also, like you said, if you don't read that stuff, you're like, what? Yeah, I, okay, I get it. So we're, it's a dream of like what were to happen if Superman got off his rocker. But like, is that really going to gonna happen i mean but then we're told oh, lois lane's the key how can she be the key to anything she's, <laughs> she's useless so awful yeah so that let's 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 segue that into the v the part where they start fighting because lois is instrumental in it kind of um they of course they fight because uh that's the name of the movie that's martha the the movie. <laughs> they fight because uh because lex kidnaps martha and Superman and tell Superman go kill Batman and I'll give you back your mom. So instead of Superman flying around the city looking for Martha, he goes and says, "Okay, well, I can do that." Yeah, what is but, that? This choice. But but, but but see, but I I think it's more you know because that's what people have been saying. That's a plot hole. Why doesn't Superman just fly around and look for her? But I think this is the yeah. you're talking about. This is a moment though. He where, needs help. It's not that he needs to, but he's he's like you know what this is stupid. We gotta stop bickering, and he and he flies to Batman and says, "Hey, Bruce, let's stop this. Mm-hmm. I need your help." Yeah, which is actually one of my favorite moments of the movie. Other than, well, I, I want to hear what your favorite moments are, but I also loved when I, for some reason people hate this line, but I love when when Superman stops the Batmobile and goes up to him and says, "Next time they next time they shine your light in the sky, don't go." The bat is dead. I love that. I think it's awesome. Is someone fair? Do you bleed? Uh, and then, well, because, that because, scene, then, though, because but... then I like I like later when Superman goes to the to the to the bat signal and Ben goes, "Well, here I am." I love that. I think it's cool. Anyways, they fight. <laughs> What'd you think about it? I love the fight. The fight was awesome. What do you like? Why they fought? I mean, that's like a huge part of it. Basically, they're fighting because. Superman needs to get his mom back. Yeah, and Batman doesn't know that. Um, what do you think of that stuff? I like that. Um, like, I never thought... It was interesting, like, I the tactic, you know? It, like, when people always say, like, Oh, how could Batman ever beat Superman? It's like, well, that's how. By bombarding him with kryptonite gas and beating the yeah. shit out of him. Uh, which then... Uh, that's only if Superman doesn't want to kill Batman, though. Because he could just <laughs> yeah. fucking kill so uh so there that there's that but i really liked the fight i liked uh i liked the kind of slow movingness of it just how it was just a you know all-out brawl um some of that stuff was really cool uh i can't really talk about specifics um i did like it when he ripped off the sink and bashed over his head Everything and the bathroom sink. Yeah. What did you think of the fight? I didn't like didn't it. Didn't like it? No. 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 Did you not like it because there wasn't any emo- – you didn't have a tie to it at that point or just like visually you were – and, and a like little stunt-wise? A little bit of both, I guess. I thought the fight itself was very underwhelming. I mean, it was just – you know, there wasn't anything creative to it. It was like I've seen like this kind of fight before. Yeah, I like some of the the jokiness though to it. Like when when the kryptonite starts wearing off and and Batman's punching him, punching him, punching him, and then it and then starts, just stops. Starts <laughs> stop. I like that. Yeah, I like that. That's kind of creative. I laughed at that. I guess I just mostly I was just 
going into it not liking it because, because I just didn't see the point why they were fighting. Like, I know, like, they have to fight. It's been in the comments. I get it. But, like, the movie just painted it, like, so clear that there's no reason for them to be fighting, like, throughout the whole movie that I just didn't understand why they were. <laughs> yeah. It was just, like, a means to an end. I mean, I... For one, loved to a Martha. Like, I actually, <laughs> I actually loved the like the physical look of the fight and everything. Yeah, it was, like so cool. I guess yeah, I would say I would, pre- I would prefer yeah. this fight to the you know the ultim- the climax fight. I prefer this one to that one. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and and actually because this one comes first, I actually think the Doomsday fight is is so kind of just jarring because you. Because this it, is like, I mean, look, make no make no, make no mistake. In the Batman vs Superman fight, there's a lot of CGI, but it doesn't feel like a, a big CGI sprawling mm-hmm. fight. It feels very intimate, and like they're just yeah. going toe to toe, fighting each other, throwing each other through walls, and it was really cool. Like, I don't know, I liked a lot of it. I liked when, and you know, I'm a I'm a Batman guy, so I like seeing Batman beat the shit out of Superman. <laughs> it just was like, this is the movie, and I guess it was. I mean. Maybe it was jarring to me that it wasn't as grand as I thought it was going to be, and maybe I maybe I don't mind that it's not grand, as big as it was. Maybe I'll appreciate it in the long run. But like, this is what the movie's been like leading up to the whole time. We're gonna get this awesome, maybe like half hour fight between these two guys, and nope, it's about ten fifteen minutes yeah. long, right? Well, so I, which is a question we're talking about the fight. I mean, do you think? They would not have made the money they made this weekend if it wasn't called Batman. If Batman and Superman weren't in the title. I mean, it could be Batman and Superman. They still would have made a billion dollars. But if this was called Man of Steel 2 Dawn of Justice, or Man of Steel Dawn of Justice, do you think, A, that would make it a little better? Because there's no build-up to, like, this is why the movie is? Because it really isn't why. Like you're saying, it's not really why the movie exists. It's, yeah, no, I agree. It's the movie exists to start the Justice I it, League. I think I... I agree. I would have liked this to be a Superman movie where Batman appears, or a Batman movie where Superman appears, um, and then you have your Justice League movie. We didn't need a Batman v Superman movie, but I do think the title it it just suggests so much, like you're saying, mm-hmm. and it's a money. It's a yeah. Well, it's he come one, come all kind of title. Like this is what is going to happen. Well in yeah, but and we're getting these marketing campaigns where you know you get like Ooh, the man. Lex Luthor like being like, Oh, it's the you know, clash of the gods. Like David like Day first night. You it's so built up that when it actually happens you're just like, okay, they're just like going in a building at each other. Yeah. They're finally gonna What fight. about um why they stop fighting? I mean, Batman has got this kryptonite spear, and he's ready to plunge it. Like, literally, literally, Stop. Superman <laughs> Superman is going to die, and he stops. And what did you think of why that happened? I hated that. I hated, hated, hated that. So, Especially that Amy Adams had to insert herself into that scene for it to, to happen. Not just well, that's not the only reason why I hate it. I hated that that is why it stops, because they happen to have this. Their mothers happen to have the same name. <laughs> like, come on! Like, there has to be another reason why he realizes he shouldn't kill Superman, other than, oh, your mom's name is Martha too. <laughs> well, I guess I was wrong. No, Don't you think it. in all his fucking research of him too, he would have stumbled across that factoid as well? well he didn't know it was Clark Kent. <laughs> Who the fuck doesn't know that? Yeah, right. <laughs> I feel like with all of his resources, he could have figured. Yeah, that out. like 
That's his mother's name. It's his mother's name. <laughs> uh, okay. Is that your is that your Charlton Heston Batman? Yeah. <laughs> I just I I think it's a little strange, but I <laughs> there's I, a one way of putting it. I think that cuz it, 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 I mean, it's like stupid. Yeah. I think though the, Dumb. I, it's one of, it's another one of those things in this movie where I think the point is not that they share the same name. The point is that Batman has a realization that holy shit, this guy has a mom. Like he's got he's a a human you know he is part of this planet so which to me is part of you talk about not a plot hole but like just imagine you're in superman's spot even if you're adopted are you gonna scream your mother's first name where you would just be like mom (laughs) i gotta save my mom you know what i mean that's that's and i wish it was that and i wish he was like what are you talking about and and then it was like oh shit you're not the bad guy here lex is and you have a little bit of humanity in you because you have a mother yeah, right. from Earth. Yeah, don't you think, like, if Superman's getting his ass kicked and he's, like, screaming out these things, like, when he's getting his ass kicked, like, you'd be like, oh, this, like, he has a heart. Like, <laughs> Yeah, no, I I completely agree. There's just, there's a lot of things in this movie where it's like, this could have been written so much differently and it would have been way more effective screaming Martha and having him just go like why would you say that this doesn't work it made me like go what what uh-huh. why so why is he stopping like that's a that's a weird coincidence right <laughs> like excuse me while I stab you in the face did you fucking hate that Amy Adams throws that thing in the water and she's, she's and then she has like, to go get it again guy, oopsie did I do that <laughs> She, it's like this looks, looks like the best place for that. Right, she's, she's knocking on this. So, so what happens is Bruce, Batman goes and saves Martha. Uh, Superman goes Which to was, confront. Oh, that scene was awesome. We'll, we'll get there. Superman, <laughs> Superman goes to to save Doomsday, uh, or to sorry to, to fight Doomsday. Right. Um, and Amy Adams takes the kryptonite stick and throws it in a puddle because in a, in a pool, pool because because she doesn't want anyone to use it against her lover. Um, but then, like you're right, later she has to go get it, and then she gets trapped. All I can think is, you know, Clark hears her pounding and goes, "Oh shit!" And I just—he's got to be going. God damn it, Lois! <laughs> <laughs> Lois could you just be at home right now? <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like you don't even. Never mind. Um, <laughs> no, it's uh, her main purpose is to get in trouble, and so Superman can save yeah, her. That's pretty much that's it. Awful. But before that, we have the warehouse fight where Batman goes in and beats the shit out of everyone, it kills and, people, and kills people, and blows a guy up with fire, but still saves Martha. Yeah, and then it ends Kent. with a with a joke. It ends with a joke, which is funny. It got a lot, funny. Of, got a lot of laughs. Yeah, I um, remember it. He's, he, said, he's like, I'm a friend of your son. Oh, and, and he's like, I figured. Well like, done. Cape. One okay. day. Yeah, but what do you, well come done. on. That honestly is the coolest Batman fight scene I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Life. No, it was the best Batman fight scene ever. What? Yes. Yes, like, totally. Down. Totally. He and uses I, everything. He uses the grappling hook oh, to throw a box a re- into someone's I face. Watch it and that's and that's honestly like my biggest criticism of actually the Nolan movies was that aside from the Bane Batman fight, I think most of them were pretty forgettable. Like even truck, truck they're not shot well. They're not shot or edited well. But the the truck flipping Dark Knight thing, I guess, but like there's not a lot of cool action scenes really, if you think about it. I agree. Well, Christopher Which, Nolan's but, never been known for no, action, but, but shooting whatever. action. I mean, he well. makes up for it, obviously. Like, those are my favorite movies ever. But I'm just yeah. saying, like, 
this move, this that warehouse scene is like this is the Batman yeah. of the video games. Like, right? <laughs> he looked like an Arkham. Yeah, an Arkham it, fight. It, it seemed very inspired from that. Shit. Yeah, he when he punches that guy downward and he goes like, basically breaks his neck and goes into like the, the wood and just like bends in half. That was awesome. You know, honestly, I probably was toned out of this movie by that time. Well, they already fought. The V already happened. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, why so, is this movie so? And it's happening? like he uses his utility belt. He, he uses the, the stuff yeah, on I, his belt I love to beat he the shit out the, of people. It's, it's coming back. To he me takes again. the box, good, and yeah. he swings it over and throw, hits yeah, the guy's face. Yeah, he uses all of his weight yeah. to fling the awesome. box into that guy. So awesome. I just want to know where he got the other. Uh, <laughs> he had his like armored mask broken, and then like we see him later with like no, just the normal yeah, one. The normal. He's like, I got a spare just in case. It's a utility belt. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, so <laughs> And then when this is taken straight out from the Dark Knight <laughs> Returns, when when the one Batman and Superman fight in the comics, and what this movie is largely like based off, especially visually, but the part where he breaks through a a, a wall and takes out a guy, so cool, awesome. Yeah. Anyways, that was cool. I, I remember now, and there's yeah. like, I'm gonna drop you off a floor below. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, it yeah, was good. Right. Yeah. It was good. How about I drop you off on the second? Yeah. I thought okay. he was gonna miss and drop him off like through the window and be like, and be like, oh. <laughs> right. I did. I like that. Cause and then Daredevil all... goes, "Shut the fuck up, Scar." <laughs> <laughs> like, I just like how he uses his grappling hook to go up, and they all thought he was down, so yeah. he starts shooting down. So he goes awesome. down and just starts picking. That him is off. classic that's, Arkham that's, game. Yeah, that's yeah. Batman. That that's what how he. Beats the shit out of people, and that was awesome. Yeah, that was a Adam really cool scene. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, then he goes back, and they all fight uh, Doomsday, and Batman shows how useless he is. I, I know. <laughs> I was like, Batman, just fucking leave, man. <laughs> I rolls aside when when Doomsday is about to blow up Batman, and oh, Wonder Woman shit. jumps in. Mm. It was cool. It got a big applause. The, the, yeah, the, the yeah. audience was like, "Fuck yeah, this is what I always." Yeah, wanted. she was cool. She was great. So Gal is like off high point here, right? Yeah. We're yeah, totally, no, I agree. Totally I okay, I Gal. didn't really care for her as you know, what is it? Diana Prince. Um Princess Diana. Uh <laughs> But then she starts fighting and kicking. I love when she's like yeah. I fought other things from other worlds before. Yeah. It's cool. I, yeah, I like that. I it, where was she going? <laughs> when she was on the plane. Turkey. Oh, was she? I don't know. She's on Turkish Air. <laughs> oh, okay. Product placement. Oh, that's right. And then they did that whole. Oh, oh my God. God. I hate uh, Hollywood. <laughs> I hate it so much. Oh, uh, okay. So after. So Super- she shows up. She uses her gauntlets to block that thing. It's awesome. She pulls the sword. Lasso was yeah, awesome. She uses yes. the lasso. Did you guys see the invisible jet? No, oh. it's because it's invisible. <laughs> Good joke. I'm here. I'm here every week, guys. Um, <laughs> the music was a little weird when she showed I up. Did, I, you loved it. I did. I, I actually liked the music throughout the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was into it. I was. It's, it's 80s high school villain music. I was like, is. yes, girl, get it. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, it was very like, let's go to the club. <laughs> into it. Uh, I fucking hated her costume, though. Sorry. Really? I oh, fucking I hated it. Oh, I love it. it. It was fine. It makes no sense to me why Batman is fully armored. Superman is fully covered, and she's wearing a fucking bikini. Because she's immortal. I, I, I don't care. She's it's just not times. practical. Well, maybe they'll change it up. In the Look, I'm sure Aquaman will really have not like no clothes on. He's a fish. Yeah, and it's again, it's not practical. It's a... <laughs> Since when are superheroes practical? Well, it's not practical to swim in armor either, well, no, right? But... Or a bright orange suit 
Aquaman. It's just, I think they're I, getting rid of that. Yeah, they are. There is just like I think he's gonna the, ride that clam too. There is so. There is a shot where oh she's gosh. on the ground and her like leg is ascending. She's like just fully like naked practically. I'm like, yeah, like, let's just show up, show up to <laughs> See, fight like this. Like, yeah, no, great. okay, I agree with that. It's a little ridiculous. No, but. that was the best. <laughs> <laughs> I did like her smile though, like when yeah, she yeah. she's getting like you know beat. thrown about and kind of beat, but she smiles because it's like. Challenge. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Because she knows she's gonna beat this guy, and she doesn't. Well, she Superman helps. does she with helps. the help of Lois's lanes. Lois's lanes. Lois's lanes. <laughs> so, uh, so, so he goes and grabs the kryptonite spear from Lois, mm-hmm. and he flies and says, "I gotta do this." Right. Did you guys see this coming, or what? Or did you, you know? How, yeah, I how saw. You... I saw that that spear was gonna be used later. I mean, come no, on. not that. I no. mean, no I spoilers. I oh wait, can coming. we talk about how quick? The government is to use a nuke on Superman. There's <laughs> <laughs> ah. like no hesitation. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Superman is gonna kill this guy unless unless Doomsday can breathe yeah, up there. Yeah, yeah. He's like taking him up into space, just punching him repeatedly. It's like you're going to the moon, bitch, and he just keeps punching him. And then they're like, they're out of they're out of range. We can we can blow him up with a nuke. And the president's just like. Do it. Do it. <laughs> okay. Well, he really just says, God have mercy on our soul. And I could, all I can think of is he, he like just said that and they took it as, oh, fire the missiles. <laughs> He's like, what are you doing? I was, just, I was eating dinner and I prayed to God. Yeah. So then, yeah. Okay. So then Doomsday falls down to earth again and he's got all these bone splinters coming out of him or whatever. And they're like, he's on Striker's Island. Striker's like they... Rikers Island. Uh, he's on Strikers Island. It's uninhabited. Like, yeah, like, they yeah, made, a, they made a point. A point yeah. to like, oh, they did that again. It's like, oh, I own that pier. There's no, it's abandoned. Well, yeah. Anderson Cooper said, "Thank God, everyone went home for the day." Yeah. <laughs> the downtown's pretty cleared out. Uh, I will say though, um, so right, like, we ag- get it again from the from the Dark Knight Returns comic book. This is kind of based off of. It's different because Superman saves a, like a, an area from a nuke. He stops a nuke, but the nuke still blows him up. Um, like the Iron Giant. And I um, spoilers. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I've never fucking seen that movie. You've never seen no. what? What? Neither, neither have I. But I know the endings. Iron like. Man. Okay, I didn't. I'm not. That's not a really. <laughs> anyways, a spoiler. anyways. So, but I lo- still so, call it. It'll still make you cry. So oh in the God, Frank yes. Miller novel, in the Frank Miller graphic novel, there's there's uh, this image of of Superman fucking nuked, and he's like skinny and frail and shit. And they did it they again. Do it that, was yeah. cool as hell. It was cool to see that. I I don't know. Just again, it's another one of those things like. Oh, I'm a, I'm a fan of the comics, and like I saw that in a movie. I never thought I would. Yeah. But then the sun rises and it hits him, and it's like I'm. Well, that's what happens, and, and that's what happens in in the comic books too. Right. Which is that like, and, and the comic power books, from he the actually, yeah, the he goes, he's in the sun, and he touches flowers because of photosynthesis. Kind of cool. Oh, um, cool. anyways, Superman dies. <laughs> that's what I'm getting to. Okay, right. he gets stabbed through Wait, the sh- chest. Sh- what? I forget I have roommates. <laughs> but he doesn't die. That's the thing. <laughs> this happened with Star Wars, too. I was like, Han Solo gets fucking murdered. <laughs> Just yelling it. Anyways, um, so yes, Superman fucking kicks the bucket here. Doomsday stabs him with his, with his, with his that fist thing. That was an thing. epic moment, I thought. I thought that was cool when he fly, flew through and stabbed him, and then she was all... Uh, Wonder Woman had mm-hmm. him tied up with the lasso, and uh, Sup- 
<laughs> sorry, getting confused with my mans and womans. Uh, <laughs> and Batman. Supers and wonders and bats. <laughs> yes. And Batman hits him with another one of those bombs, the kryptonite bombs. And it's a really cool moment. It's like, yeah, teamwork, Justice League, go. Um, and yeah, and then Superman dies. It's kind of sad. But then 10 minutes later. A little bit too long later. Yeah, the whole that, time I'm just like he's not fucking dead. Yeah, and dead. he wasn't. Well, I do love also to talk about imagery. I love when when Batman wraps him up in his cape and like slides him down to Wonder. That's kind of awesome. Okay, cool. But yeah, yeah so there's he's there's a hero. A, so the, Superman is a hero. I was the whole time I'm like, let's move on with the charade. Yeah, like he's clearly there was not. a little too. So, yeah. come on. So at the end, you got that shot of the dirt ride, especially on with Easter whole, weekend. Even the whole fucking movie is a tease for Justice League. He's not fucking dead like it pissed me off what's the point of making a decision like that if you're just going to renege on it at the very last shot so well so this isn't a i mean zach has come out and said this that the idea is he wants batman to assemble the justice league so he needed a way to get superman out of the way Mm -hmm. um so i don't i think that the last shot is just a tease i don't think we're gonna i don't i can't imagine that in the next movie Maybe he's, he's just going to take a vacation like, to the Fortress of Solitude for a bit. Maybe. Well, maybe he needs to go sit in the sun for a little bit. He just, <laughs> he's, 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 he's just... He's seeing what's the tanning. He's got a big hey hole in his chest. He's like, sir, I don't think you've had a little too much sun. He's like, no, I haven't had enough. <laughs> so... His eyes glow. He's like... <laughs> oh, by the way... I'll tell did, you what I've done. Who did a better Where Is She? Uh, Christian Bale or Henry Cavill? Henry Cavill, I thought. Where is she? There, he, oh. he says that about Martha. Uh, yeah, Rachel. I thought that was better because you could eyes. actually see his face. And the, and the eyes. The eyes were cool. When, when Christian Bale does it, it's like, oh, no. <laughs> I liked Christian Bale. There was more at stake for yeah, me. Yeah, that whole scene is cool yeah. in the Dark Knight. Yeah. So, anyways, so that was Batman vs. Superman, Donna Justice. We really got into that. Yeah, what are the, what are the <laughs> thoughts you guys got? What do you got, Colin? Before we wrap this up, before uh, we uh, just quickly gonna fire through, and we, I mean, we've yeah, mentioned, we've mentioned most of this. I mean, the characters in general, there's really no heart, no reason, no thought to any of their actions, no cohesiveness yeah. in the story whatsoever. Um, just kind of, it's like scene between scene. I didn't understand the point of the senator character or that entire. I like I liked Holly Hunter, I but it she wasn't was developed. It's was great, but it yeah, was, I, just there wasn't any like like why she Again, indicts why? she indicts Superman, but that never really comes comes back at all yeah yeah <laughs> and then the like we talked about the place explodes and superman's just standing there like mm. oops oops <laughs> <laughs> like he let out a really bad fart <laughs> just like everyone died the capital like, blew oh. up. whoops um um the trailer this is where marketing kills can kill a movie i think um because nothing <laughs> besides like some moments at the end Nothing is a surprise because the trailer shows everything. Um, I don't know if we talked about this already, but you know, we see Batman vs Superman. A few few scene shots from that. We see Wonder Woman. We see, you know, Lex Luthor. We see just lots of stuff that you see the dark si- the dark side of visions in the trailer yeah. too. You see the wa- whole warehouse scene is like yeah, the yeah, the whole wa- warehouse scene. We yeah. see uh, Doomsday, yeah. and it's like. I, everything I feel like everything Warner Brothers did was out of fear that this movie wasn't going to do well. 
just call it Batman vs Superman and don't show us anything. Mm-hmm. Like do what they do with Star Wars. Star People Wars. are gonna go see Star Wars regardless of what you show yeah. us. People were gonna go see this movie regardless of what you showed, what they show us. And when I hear stories of, of at premieres like executive screenings with Warner Brothers executives and them giving like standing ovations, I'm like, get, get your head out of your ass. Like if you are standing in a giving a standing ovation to that as a as a Warner Brothers executive, like where did you learn film? Well, most of them didn't. Film clapping. Film clapping, like it's just they, they need to take the approach that Disney has and go one movie at a time. Take their time, set up these characters, then bring them together. Instead, now we're rushing. Are we rushing or are we dragging? <laughs> I saw Whiplash recently. Oh, it's so good. Rushing or dragging? They're rushing to something, and when they get to it, what are they gonna do? They drag. Like, yeah, they're gonna drag, and then. Marvel still has another phase to go with their with their movies. So they're going to get to the Justice League. They're going to make movies. And they're basically going to be done. And Marvel's still going to be going like, yeah, we have a plan. Like, what's your plan? It's, it's so make silly. Zack Snyder the director of all these movies? Like, because that's not going very well. I, I definitely want to touch on that and them going forward um, at the end here. But, um, no, you're so right, Mitch. Like... I know <laughs> you are. You are. I, it's it's it was They're just more concerned with silly. setting up it's next so the next films than they are with actually making a good movie. Yeah, oh, let's see what else. I mean, I quite like the look. I, I mean, I think it's, we like the look of it, albeit it was very dark, both you know, subject wise and you know, it was just a dark looking film it too. It plays all at night. Yeah, yeah. Um, even the daytime is pretty cloudy. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, it's very. It looks a lot like Michigan. <laughs> yeah. I have the scenes. I, scenes with actual sets looked very convincing and pretty to me, and then we get like this half hour all CGI action climax that was just you know basically a cartoon for me. Um, and then I said clearly there is talent in the design departments, but Snyder had his very CGI vision. So it's a little unfortunate that he relied so much on that CGI look to me when, like, you have some pretty talented designers. And we see that in the scenes with actual sets. There's a good mix, I think. And a lot of stuff you can't do with, you know, you can't do. And that just goes over the all, like, the tonage to both Man of Steel and this movie. I just don't like the look of it, it's too dark. Too dark. It's too. I understand a bad. Okay, it's, so it's the, well, the criticism for Man of Steel. I mean, talk about cinematography. Shaky like, cam. Yeah, well, shaky cam, but also just like there wasn't a lot of color. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, I can see that for a Batman movie because Batman's dark. Right. Like I, in fact, if ba- this next Batman movie looked like this, I'd be okay with it. But like you said, Superman is a ray of light. Like he is, he is good. Um, so color and little brightness does a lot for storytelling and uh, visual storytelling i i want to say i will rag on snyder a lot because i don't think he understands story very well or telling stories very well but he's a great visual director we all know this we've seen Watchmen. we've seen 300 um sucker punch looks great but it's it's also kind of a mess in storytelling (laughs) and feminist theory he claims uh but 
I just think it's time to let go. Oh, God, is it ever. <laughs> it's time to let go, Zach. Make something else. Um, we know you love comic books, and you do a great job making them look like comic books, but you don't do a good job of telling the story. Mm-hmm. And I know probably there's some disagreement in this room <laughs> as Kale is silent. Well, I mean, no, I think, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and be like, Zach doesn't know how to tell a story. I mean, I think 300, like that, that's a movie that's clear, concise and like, you know, you might, it might not be your cup of tea, but like, that's a, it's a fine script that makes sense and has clear motivations for everyone and everything. I mean, if you look at, um, Dawn of the Dead, I think is an awesome movie. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's, those are very and, and, and to be isolated a, stories. Well, well right. That's what I, I, that's what I think it is more than anything is that this isn't an isolated movie. There's four different, five different, six different movies in this mm-hmm. one movie, and that's it's not a lack of understanding on how to make a movie. It's it's just well, too, no, he knows too, how to make. It's a movie. too ambitious. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's it's I, I think is a little bit to just put all yeah. this stuff. It's like he doesn't. Well, I'm not saying it's just also, him. Like, it's I other think, people too. It's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, producers yeah. and you know executive producers. It's they don't know what they want it to be about. Like, what is the overarching theme or the underlying theme? Like, I would have loved to see a movie. It seems like they were trying to do is in this world. Do we need a Superman? Or how there is would, one. I love yeah, that line though. Like, I like actually love that. Yeah. They ask that question and they say mm-hmm. there is one. Like it doesn't matter. We have to deal with it. Right. I would. I wish that was the main theme of the movie instead of just like. Well, have you seen? Have you seen? Have you seen Watchmen? Yeah. Have you seen Watchmen? Have you read Watchmen? Long, long. Yeah, I've read Watchmen before I've seen the movie. Me too. Um, I actually like. I. I mean, I don't. Great book. I think it's a great book. I know there's drastic changes at the end of it um, that a lot of people didn't like, but I. A really graphic sex scene. (laughs) Which is in the book. It is, but it's not as like. It's long. Yeah, it's really long, and it's set to Hallelujah. Like, right. Anyways, <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> um, I I do think though. I read someone. Someone wrote this that um, how surprising that that Batman versus Superman is uh, a better version of Watchmen, in the sense that I think that's kind of Zach's thing. Zach's thing is who's gonna take like who's gonna be there to stop someone as powerful as Superman. You know, who who watches the Watchmen? That's the kind of like theory that he kind of goes off of and I think you see that reflected in this movie it's, it's very Alan Moore Watchmen influence the problem with that amongst fans is that's not the kind of Superman movie they want to see they don't want to see Superman as Dr. Manhattan like that's not what they want and I feel like we're already getting this like on the Avengers and like the in the Marvel universe right now this is like been a focus of Marvel for the past you know three years like why do we need Avengers? Right, so like, right. Which is what the Civil War is going to be about. Yeah, right, which is so interesting, though. It's, and it's how, like, how similar these things are going to be. It's just like, why can't... That's happening in Daredevil, in a way. I know. <laughs> They're all the fucking same. All the I just, same. I can't. All right, Colin. Do you have, but, yeah. uh, more specifically about Zack Snyder, too. I mean, we talked about how careful and like the marketing campaign for this movie has been. Careful, Care, careful in a sense, like they want to make sure. like you know, Deliberate. Yeah. Yeah. It just seems weird that they Too much, know, are still banking on Zack Snyder, who is clearly like one of the most divisive directors ever. People like him and people really hate him. So it seems weird that they want to continue to have him as a director when so many people hate him and are so adverse to his movies. Right. And I, so like book him already for like two Justice League movies is yeah. like 
honestly behind my and Marvel's done my a content, great job so. of using different directors to tell different stories and i just think that would do do them wonders if they decided yeah, to bring in new directors they're, it's they're, like yeah out of the like 15 marvel movies only two directors have directed twice joss john, whedon. john favreau and joss whedon right and then the russo brothers are going to be the first to do three they did civil war and they did captain america winter soldier and they're going to do the infinity wars movie but so to your point one and james gunn i guess is doing both galaxies regarding the galaxies but like they do change up a lot and i think you will see that as we go on here i mean Zach's not doing the Aquaman movie. He's not doing the Wonder Woman movie. He's not doing the Flash movie. Like, but he just like, should have stuck with the. He should have just stuck with. He's the Superman guy, maybe. Maybe. We'll right. see. We'll see no, where I'm, they take this, especially since the you know like the twenty nine percent or whatever. This is on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, we'll see. In fact, I would have. I would have preferred, like we said, I would have liked to see Zack Snyder just do a Batman movie. With a Ben Affleck script. <laughs> um, and Ben Affleck with a heavy hand on the direct. <laughs> yeah, co-direct. <laughs> because I think the visual style of Zack Snyder lends, you know... Better it, to Batman. Lends better to Batman. And the, yeah, the tone. Also, the tone, not yeah. Not even just visually. It's a very dark guy. <laughs> loves Jesus. Loves he really loves Jesus. Jesus. You can just tell. <laughs> A lot of Jesus stuff in it. As on the nose it is, I do love the part in Man of Steel where Russell Crowe says, "You can save her, you can save all of them." And then, and then Henry goes, <laughs> "Right out into I space." And then he's his only son to Earth to save everyone. He's talking to that priest, and over his shoulder is like literally a stained glass window of Jesus, like carrying the cross. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> all right so damn we really this is like almost more than probably star wars our, our longest long our longest go here um be honest you mean look everyone in the world saw it this weekend but do you recommend seeing this to no people? no i'm sorry i can't recommend it hmm. um i i mean i do when I, it comes I think, out rec i recommend it or when it comes out and you can watch clips on youtube watch the fight because the fight yeah, and the, yeah I would the like third act too. is a lot of fun but the rest of it is just a real mess yeah, I mean, I I do wholeheartedly recommend it. I think that I mean, if you especially if you like if you like comic book movies, go see this movie. Um, if you are looking for Richard Donner's Superman, don't go see this. Oh movie. yeah, you're not gonna like. That. Um, and I don't recommend this for younger kids. No, not sure. at all. Not um, at all. It's scary and dark and yeah. Why does like Zack Snyder get praised for like being like such like a comic book lover, but he changes every. He, do, he does change things a lot. It's like, just make your fucking own thing. How about that? I mean... How about that? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't why, know. I, I think, why, like, I think, prop yourself I think, up I think, as, like, the I think, comic book guy and then change everything I think, that you don't like? I think, I think specifically in the case of Superman is because... But Watchmen too. You said that he's changed. well. That was you know, I liked it. Well, if you read the book, I, I like the change. I like the change. If you read the, if you read the book, you'd be like that would look dumb and feel weird, and if, it wouldn't. Yeah, people would think that was stupid. They'd yeah. be like, that's dumb. Yeah, and it's like oh, that's in the book. And it actually, no, it's dumb. I actually think it made way more sense yeah, actually in the movie. For sure. It made okay. totally. it made the characters a lot more complex too. But um, I I do like 
the way that was. Adapted. I like it's a I good like adaptation. Watchmen. It's a but good it's it's a cluster if you have never read it because there's so much to take in so quickly. Exactly. I think it's very difficult if you haven't read it. Have no, I'm serious. I mean, no, it's like it's, it's like it. it's like Dune. Have you ever seen Dune? No. Like Dune is <laughs> Dune is a book you can't make into a two hour movie because it's 800 it's, pages yeah, long. Yeah. And so in the David Lynch movie, they like they literally spend 33 minutes in the beginning trying to tell you what happens before. It's so weird and like whatever. But if you read Dune, you're like, "Oh, this is great." Hmm. Um uh yeah. So I just think Superman's fucking difficult and I think that he's try he's always been trying to in the last two movies to 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 modernize it and change it. And maybe um since Superman is the symbolic superhero of America, I think there's a little bit of like that image has changed, and so he wants to reflect that in Superman. I don't know if that's true, but I, that's what I get from it. That maybe. maybe, that maybe, like Superman, the country he serves does things that end up causing more trouble than. Um, I can get behind that if they focus on that right. and yeah. not five hundred right. other things. Right. Quick, rec- Netflix. We end every show with Netflix recommendations. You guys have these ready to go? Come on, come on. Yeah, I do. Um, HBO. I was going to recommend this for our Zootopia discussion because I think the parallels are kind of funny. This is the SeaWorld documentary? No. Um, <laughs> That's a great movie. You know, I will save it for Zootopia okay. because I think it makes more sense. So I'm going to recommend again uh, Love. I recommended it a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Judd Apatow produced Netflix, uh, show. Netflix show. It's very good I, I don't know if they're doing a second season or if it's just a one-off sort of uh series you know one thing like one very long movie uh 10 episodes each episode's about 30 to 40 minutes long very funny awkward as hell and it's just a very accurate um accurate depiction of a like modern day like crush love story um, and it takes a long time to develop. And it's also, if you are in the entertainment industry or you're interested in how they make movies and TV, the main character works as a on-set tutor, which, oh, cool, which right. is That's very funny. And um, there's just these characters are very complex and also, you know, they're realistic and shitty. <laughs> so I really recommend it. It's got a great, great story, good comedy. Nice. I still want to watch it. After Daredevil, I think I'm just it's a, it's also very awkward, so don't like watch it with your parents. Recommend it to your parents, but don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, quickly, because I think it's going to go off Netflix soon, but I did watch it the other night in, in the, the wake of all this stuff. I did watch the 1989 Batman movie again, okay. uh, Tim Burton, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. And th- that's, a, that's a movie where like the characterization is built up kind of slower and mm. it works I think, batman also ways. kills people in that movie batman does also kill people in that movie so everyone chill the fuck out yeah. <laughs> i'm yeah. fine with him killing people it's i'm not but i'm just saying it's really weird yeah it, there's a difference between that and violence jack and that, nicholson's a really cool joker too and scary as jack napier before that yeah. right anyways yeah. um I, recommend, <laughs> I do recommend batman. michael keaton's bruce wayne is weird <laughs> But I one of the most like this, lovable. This dude is definitely one of the most, <laughs> One of the most lovable Bruce, not the Bruce Wayne from the comics, but like a total awesome weird Beetlejuice, weird dude. Uh, <laughs> Very Batman. Weird. With the like poker, he's like, ah! <laughs> you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix recommended. Netflix <laughs> recommended. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, I'm just gonna. I mean, there's one thing I'm watching right now on Netflix, and that's Daredevil. So I'm just gonna say Daredevil. It's um. Season's pretty good. Yeah, um, love I really, it. Really like all this Punisher stuff. 
feel like he's maybe too nice, but whatever. He's a little too nice. Oh man! It made. I mean, we talked about how like Karen is like says has this scene where she's like, I can see where he's coming from. Yeah, I feel like that's spelled out just a little bit too quickly. Yeah, I can see that. Spoiler alert! Remember when Karen kills Leslie? (laughs) Yeah, Wesley. Wesley. I liked Wesley. Spoiler alert! They don't really talk about that. Really, I they don't. I really like that. Was my favorite character. Yeah. Um. So that's that. About does it for this week. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening to all this. Thank you guys for the, the in depth discussion. Um, uh, Batman vs Superman in theaters, great. Uh, I just want to say really quick to everyone who worked on that movie, y'all fucking kicked ass, and it was <laughs> such a great time to work on it. It was like the coolest thing. And I Detroit is the most Gotham Gotham of all time. So the, all the train station stuff was fucking shit. Yeah, and that's the that's the Gotham that should be, not some crazy like. <laughs> Now it's got windows. <laughs> cool Chicago. You were Gotham for a little bit. Cool Pittsburgh, but Detroit's real Gotham. No, yeah. Chicago was Metropolis. Well, in this movie, but no, I mean, in like, Dark Knight. Uh, but I'm saying, they, like, you know, Batman Chicago. Begins, Dark Knight, or Chicago. No, I, I, it looked good. I liked seeing Detroit landmarks, even though it was heavily CG'd and yeah, yeah, whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's how you got to do it. Uh, for sure. So, for like when in Dark Knight Rises, when uh, Bane blows up all the bridges, it's Pittsburgh. Right. It, like there's no like you can't separate it. This one doesn't look. Like, it looks like Detroit, but it's not like the Ren Center is in every shot or something. Right, right. And there's other buildings and stuff. Yeah, right. There's you know blurry buildings yeah, in the yeah, background. Yeah. It's mostly you know our abandoned buildings. Right. Yes, yeah, um, not really and shown piers off. and not showing off the greatest parts of the city, but whatever. Yeah, and Met- Metropolis. They city. use Metropolis as Detroit. Too, they did. The they did. Area. They did. Yes, that's true. Yes. Um, so that that about does it for us. Uh, if you have any thoughts, uh, hit us up at woodwardsfilmcast at gmail dot com uh, at woodwardsdt on Twitter, um, uh, and uh, look for some cool updates coming soon. Ooh, we might. We're also probably oh, going to be on Stitcher ooh. soon, and we're going to try to get on Stitcher. It's another podcasting streaming app. So um, audience, yes. So uh, that's it. Uh, we'll see you guys later uh, next week. We'll do another movie. Zootopia. <laughs> I got a free ticket from MJR. I probably want to see it again, too. MJR? I got a free ticket. Is it more fun? This has been a WoodwardsDetroit.com production. Your Detroit Avenue to alternative pop culture talk.